Okay, yeah, so for a uh, receiver, our main goal is obviously to get open and score, but like for all offense, we run it a pretty good bit, so um, blocking is also a pretty, pretty big part of it. So yeah, that's mainly what we do, get open and try to block. Okay, and um, you know, Thursday we're playing May Jemison, so what are you doing leading up to um, the game tomorrow to prepare mentally and physically? Uh, yeah, so I've been hydrating the most I can, as much as I can. Um, that's always a big part, especially with the heat here in Alabama, you know. And uh, for practice, I've been um, trying to stay locked in as much, much as I can, listening to the coaches about the new plays we put in for this week, for, the, for this opponent. They, they, do just, they do some different stuff, but we'll be fine. And uh, obviously watching film, that's always a big part. Okay, once again, I'm Reagan Mason, and go Cats. Well, 40, Mason Chandler is a dog. Go. No, 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 no. Too quick, Cam. Okay, that's fine. Locked up. Yes, sir. Okay. I didn't know what to do. Them, Had a little rat right there. Oh, it is so, I'm sweaty right now. I'm so sweaty. I'm sweating way too hard. You can see the water dripping off me. I haven't done nothing yet. Uh, my coaches knew I'm mic'd up right now. They kicked my booty. Yeah. Hold on. Seth like smashed my fingers. Yes. Like hard. Yeah, like right there and right there. Like right his face is. Yeah, I might as well just wrap the whole thing up. I hate working out in the end zone. Feel bad for this long. Man. Roll tight. Bring your feet. One dollar. Park and holler neath the mountain moonlight. Hold it up tight. I'm overrun it. I'm overrun it, Cam. I might. Uh, early season uh, FETV content. That's right. What up? I don't really do much during punt team. It's pretty nice. Let's get a break. Everyone knows me when I'm mic'd up. Shout out to Smidge, bro. Smidge and Doug carrying me through this process, this recruitment process. Trigger. He's been there for me on and off, bro. Ever since he had four legs. Ever since he had four legs. Put the camera on Antonio. Put the camera on Antonio. Hi, I'm Reagan Mason here with this week's Defensive Player of the Week for the Fort Payne Wildcats football team. So, Connor. Tell us um, what grade you're in and what position you play. Uh, I'm a junior and I play a defensive back. Okay, and um, go a little bit into detail about um, what that position entails. Yeah, so basically we have uh, in our defense, we have three defensive backs. Uh, we have two corners, which is what I play, and then we have a safety. Uh, our primary job is to stop the pass uh, of the offense and then when uh, we recognize run, go up and help the big guys. Okay, and um, 
Going into this week's game against Mae Jemison, what have you been doing mentally and physically to prepare? Yeah, so, you know, studying film is important. Uh, realizing what receivers' tendencies and uh, different concepts they can run is important. Also, staying locked in in practice. It's been hot uh, a few days during practice. So, uh, stay, staying focused and ready to play is always important. And, uh, you know, hydrating is always important, especially on a short week because uh, you can't cram it in the day before. Uh, you got to be hydrating throughout the week. So. Okay, thank you. Once again, I'm Reagan Mason, and go Cats! I got you, Ansley. Go! Pushing wide. Hole shot it. Hole shot it. Just watch out, watch out, watch out. Back up, back up, back up. Stick, snag, shoot, shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like this, too. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Here we go, we gotta go. Come on. Push, 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 push. Snap it, good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because it's a little bit, that's the third and eight call, and I don't want to run it too short, you know what I mean? Let's go, gosh, it might have taken forever. Well, it should be easy. He'll be inside leverage. Here we go. Push, 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 push. Snap it right there. Good. That's perfect. Ah. Yeah, I know. The sun's, I know it. The sun's kind of brutal right there. We should have gone the other way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I go. Water, water, water. Did I get off somehow? How do we get yeah, I know it. Got on my watch now. Tricked y'all. I can't figure out why everybody else is still going. We're on water break. Did I get off somewhere? Don't run away from them. Be physical. Don't run away. Here, y'all are here. Y'all are there. Y'all are there. Y'all are here. Y'all are here. All right, Roadrunners. Roadrunners right here. Roadrunners, Roadrunners. Got a line up on it. Hurry, hurry, hurry. All right, Thud up here, full speed, thud up. Now it's automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's down pressing him. Yeah. Hey, show! Got a block, 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 got a block. The double stick ain't gonna work. Oh, no. A-Rab special. A-Rab special. I'm gonna hear that pressure washer in my sleep. Water! 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 Wear them out. Run, attack, and again, remember, if they go out there and cover him, then you should, it's, it's a run. It's give, throw, go. So if you come out of there looking to throw, and they ain't there, then just run it. That's the easy way, the hard way. Good. Good. Left hash, third and three, left hash, third and three. Let's go, huh? Put the ball down, Jordan. You can't hold in the game. Trying to get a pick play, and we picked ourselves, I think. <laughs> we picked ourselves. Hi, I'm Reagan Mason here with this week's Mr. Dependable for the Fort Payne Wildcats. Here I have with me Hayden Presley. So, Hayden. Um, tell us what grade you're in and what position you play. Uh, I'm a senior and I play on the D-line. I'm a tackle. 
Okay, so um, being named this week's Mr. Dependable, tell us um, what exactly does dependable mean to you? I don't know. I think it means that showing up every day and doing your best, and you can always fall back on somebody that gets named Mr. Dependable. Okay, and um, going into this week's game, what are you doing to prepare mentally and physically? Well, we're obviously in this hot heat. We need to hydrate and mentally I'm just trying to lock in myself. Okay, thank you. Once again, I'm Reagan Mason and Go Cats! Yeah. <laughs> dependable right here. Everybody knows 22 when he's mic'd up. Nobody knows him when he's hot. <laughs> hey, I know 22. He goes to my church. Come to see me tonight. I gotta give him something to watch, man. I'm always locked in, that's why. Hey, t take Shank. Hey, just take, we'll take EG. Punt team, punt team. Oh, BG! <laughs> but later, Doc, you're good. Hey, I got, I got my twin. I got my offensive player of the week right here. <laughs> what is going on here? I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Hey, man, you can get inside of me. I'm, I'm on you. All right, buddy. That was a pretty quick release, I'm not gonna lie. You got me for a second. Never gonna admit it to him, though. This mic's gonna be real smelly by the end of the day. All right, now he's really not getting off the line. Now you're really not getting off the line. Oh, that's not good, oh. That is good. But you got something to say? Something to say for the camera? Yeah, you look good too. <laughs> Thanks, man. You too. Definitely didn't make that. I, I definitely didn't make that play because I knew knew what was going on. <laughs> Why y'all talking about me? It's because I got a mic or something? No way. <laughs> Camera, get on a uh, special teams player of the week right here. Carter, Carter Blaylock. He's about to run a gnarly route right here. Hey, 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 Carter, you got the camera on you right now. <laughs> it's not a fun day when you mess up and you make mistakes. But you know, it is what it is. Four buff, four buff. 
Four Levi, four Levi. He's still in the box, I guess, yeah. Shucks Lobo, four. Buffy. Go! Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Ah, no! I'm mic'd up. You're gonna mess up their mic. I'm not gonna do that to you. Don't worry about it. Don't mess up their mic. Yeah, we're, we're, me and him are going twos. Okay messing up on Friday. Me? Yeah. Scout team. Get your butt in there and get better. Hey, we've been going every two. Okay. I've been in there. Don't you worry. I'm worried. Hey, where are you at quarterback? I've been checking. I've been I want to see you at quarterback. That's what I want to see. Jordan, you going to be at church? Yeah. One day of after Black and gold thing. I do. I have a black and gold shirt back in there. He's trying to psych me out. Four Levi, four Levi. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a mic. Mine? Yeah, hurt. Yeah. Just get close. We're kneeling it. Just get real close to me. And then step forward. Let's go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Get away from me. Whole lot of mic riding right now. Plug the merch right now. I'm I'm running away. I'm leaving. No, no, no. The mic is the mic is gone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Oh, no, I know which one's better. I don't really want to get hit and mess up their stuff. But Connor doesn't get his as much as I do. 24? 24, 24, 24, 24. Corner is going, Get on the end of my toe. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's just like so weird feeling. That's good. All this yelling. Watch the choke. Go! Go! Lost my mic, first play. Kyle snatched me. Mike Thomas won it for me last night. Can you get that cake for us today? Yes, the refrigerator. Were there tacos? Tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, no, tacos at his house tomorrow. You work for that. Stay tacos at his house tomorrow. At your house? At his house. We got church tomorrow. We don't have practice. We don't have practice. Oh, yeah, we don't have practice. Good, Carter. We like it. Four. Oh my! Cooper got popped. Who was that? JV is demons now. Sam Bird. 
That's Both of them are dead. That's just tough, man. No, 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 quit. <laughs> Hi, Brandon, you want to come join the conversation over here? I don't, I don't mind, please. Yeah, I'm not we're, we really, I'm not, I'm we're not, just we talking. We're well, just I mean, talking. this is everyday thing. Yeah, this is not. I ain't going to change it. Good BG. Trips, 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 mama. I know he's mad, I don't know. How do you no. Oh, Happy birthday. Oh, my Lord. Good 57. Good, good Barclay. Oh, Andrew. Come on, guys. Hey, so what happened to your guardian cat, man? I don't know. Don't ask about it. <laughs> he ate it. Ask about it. He got hungry. <laughs> Try not to put on a character for the mic. Like, like some people. No, it's so hard to do. Huh? It's so hard to do. What time y'all play? Six? Yeah. We got the seven. We got, we got the, we got the blue team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. It kind of blends into the jersey. Uh, poor Josh. How does that happen? That's what I said. <laughs> Come on now, bro. I mean, that's something I believe, but then, I, but then again, I know you better than that. You know? Yeah, I, know you uh, I just got outside. Yeah, you, no, I mean, my mom is like that, like though. Killing, you, know? you just sit out there on the lake with Kim and you know, do, do you flip over? Do you go like... <laughs> find themselves in a position where they can host a playoff game. Usually joined by my cohort, the specialist Brian Northcutt. He does the color. 
He's not with me at the moment because he is out on the field with the Little Leaguers, Miss uh, Holly. They're doing a recognition of, Fort, of the Fort Payne uh, Little League Football League, and Mr. Bryan was one of the coaches, so he is out there with his kids as they recognize all the teams. Well, welcome in, folks. We are getting ready for another beautiful night of high school football here in Fort Payne. As I said earlier, tonight's the night if Fort Payne can defeat Buckhorn and Gasson City can defeat Lee, Fort Payne will host the first round game. So it's a matter of second place or fourth place depending on tonight's results. So there'll be not only our game to keep track of, but also the Hunts, the, I mean, sorry, the Gaston, Liddy, Gaston City Lee game as well. There's also some other big games in the area. I know, um, like we talk every week on our DC tailgate show, uh, the area teams from, from Sand Mountain over to Lookout Mountain, we all know each other in DeKalb County and Jackson County. We go to church together, we play together. And so we keep up with each other's teams. As you know, Fife Red Devils are typically the walking dog in their area play of football. And they have a big game tonight as they host the undefeated Pisgah team. That'll be a game we'll follow as well. You can keep an eye on that. Uh, Fort Payne, uh, we talked to Coach Elmore a little earlier in the week, and he gave his insights on last week's uh, win against Hazel Green. Even though on paper it was a overmatch game, Fort Payne definitely was, was I won't say picked because nobody picked it, but they were should have won that game, and they did. Um, but he also, as a coach, talked about how you have to keep your team in the frame of mind to go out and do the work, get it done, and do it well. That way, when you get into the other games, you know you're still you're still in that you're still in that focus mode. Uh, Buckhorn uh, defeated Lee. Lee had defeated Fort Payne. So if you play that round table thing, you know Buckhorn should beat Fort Payne because Lee defeated us. But you know it's it's a different game. We're here in Fort Payne. We're not in Huntsville. Thank goodness we don't have to travel to Huntsville. <laughs> so we won't get home at 10, 10:30, or 11 o'clock at night. Um, but so uh, as we get ready for tonight's game. Um, Fort Payne, as far as I know, talking to Coach Elmore, uh, he talked about all everybody with the injuries. Everybody's, um, Caden Dubos is doing well, had a good week of practice, he said, so he should be ready to go this evening. He may be used sparingly, uh, depending on how Coach Elmore wants to use him. Um, I think I think everybody else is, you know, other than your usual bangs and bruises, pretty pretty ready to go for tonight's action and next week. Don't forget, next week is our last home game here at Fort Payne. It'll be senior night as Fort Payne will take on Athens, which will be no more region games. This is the last region game for Fort Payne, so they'll take on Athens next week. They'll host them. Uh, and then the week after that, I was wrong last week. If you were listening to me, please don't throw your radios at the wall right now. I was wrong. Uh, we do play away on our last game of the year, and that's at Cherokee now County in Center, Alabama. So I was wrong. I said three home here. games, but I was wrong. I don't know why I thought that. I guess I thought we finished with Center at home. Well, I was telling Miss Holly, our station manager, earlier, I have a senior, and on senior night, I have to be out on the field with him. And so I, in my head, I had Cherokee County is that game that I would have to do that with. But not tonight. We'll keep you abreast on some of the other games or some other big games. Uh, right down the road, Valleyhead takes on Woodville. That's a local game, Jackson County, DeKalb County area game. The Pisgah. You know, the Pisgah Fife game, we'll watch that. We'll also watch the Scottsboro game. I'm trying to see. Scottsboro will be taking on, uh, let me see if I have that. I don't have that down in front of me. We'll watch Scottsboro. They only have one loss. Uh, they defeated Fort Payne earlier this year, but they only have one loss uh, in their season. So they're, they're uh, if I think if they win tonight, they'll secure the number one seed in their area play. 
All right, well, we've recognized the Pee Weers. They're on the field, and since uh, they're on the field, we'll take a break. Maybe Brinster Bryan can get back to us. We'll go with a two-minute break. And then the, inter then the interview with Coach Elmore, and hopefully by then um, Brian Northcutt will be back in the booth with us. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. community and the love for the game that's what southern properties and wildcat football are all about at southern properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in fort Payne, just like you southern properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support wildcat football with southern properties from southern properties First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Coach Chris Elmore, uh, Coach, let's talk a little bit about this week at Buckhorn coming up. Really big game, a lot of uh, uh, postseason playoff implications, and we just kind of talked through those off air. Too many to talk about this this week, um, but in all likelihood, if we win, if you guys win, the two seed awaits and a host in a first round playoff game. But let's talk, before we talk about that, let's talk about Buckhorn and what they're bringing to the table. Yeah, they, uh, you know, really good running back in Shamarian Landrum, a good qu a quarterback, uh, Jack Roop, that uh, can run and throw. And, and that's really how they've had their success over the last uh, several weeks when, they, when they've been successful in offenses. It's been a combination of those two. And they've got a couple of really good receivers as well. So, um, you know, offensive line's well coached, physical. Uh, number 72, Nathan Sale, is a really good uh, place tackle, some place guard, some really physical lineman that uh, you'll see, uh, you know, quite a bit on film, making making some really good plays. So, um, you know, they're a lot like us offensively in that they 
you know, don't do just a ton of different things. Uh, you you kind of know what's coming, but I think that's always the mark of a good offensive team because they are good at what they do. They don't. They're not out there just trying to uh, run plays. They're running a system, and um, so um, I think uh, Coach Patterson there does a good job with them, and, and they've gotten better every year he's been there. And uh, uh, and then defensively, you know, of course, uh, Kyle Crabtree who played here for, for many uh, great quarterback here and coached here the first year I was here. He's over there uh, helping coach their defense and. Um, and they they do a good job defensively. Run a run a three four defense, and uh, um, you know very sound in it. Got got guys up front that are very good players. A really good nose guard and number forty two. Uh, Harold's his last name, and you know he's a he'll be a handful. Anytime you you play a three four with a really good nose guard, it's a challenge because that's kind of the you know you you love to see those three four teams that maybe has a nose guard that's not so good. But uh, this is not the case this week. He's a really good player, and um, yeah, he'll he'll kind of control the middle and and uh, but they. You know, because they play the three-four, they're very good on the edge because of the you know the different they've got uh, you know outside backers out there in a situation where they can can set the perimeter on you. So uh, you know we're going to have to be uh, you know smart about what we do and be efficient, and we're going to execute plays. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to is you got to execute whether it's running the ball or throwing the ball. We've got to be able to execute what we do, and um, you know that's what every coach would say, but it's it's the truth. I mean, I think if we if we execute uh, the game plan and execute what we do, then we'll we'll have a chance to be successful, but if we don't, then we won't, and uh, and I think that probably would be the same thing he would say about his team too. So um, I think it's a very evenly matched game, and I think it'll come down to the, the team that plays the the best will, will win the game, and uh, and that's something we'll have to strive to do, obviously. Yeah, the last two weeks we've talked about um, it's kind of been a little bit sluggish in different areas. Is there seem to be a more uh, Christmas this week to the, to the practice, the team uh, a little more sharp focus? Do you see anything different as far as practices and? And attention to detail in in meetings and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I thought last week was good too. I, I just, you know, for whatever reason, uh, last Friday we just, you know, had a few things just not go our way offensively. Just you know, a couple of drops, a couple of uh, missed missed reads, and uh, a couple of missed assignments and protection and. You know, and then we'd make a good play and we'd get a penalty. So it, it was just a, it was kind of an odd night, and it just never seemed to, to get, you know, kind of stay out of our own way, so to speak. And uh, but I thought I think we've had the similar type week this week as far as preparation goes. And you know, hopefully being back on the home field will, will help us um, uh, get us more comfortable in what we're doing. But uh, uh, I think you know, our guys have just got to understand that we've we've been able to be you know efficient all year. Um, we just got to keep doing what we're doing and be confident in each other and, and, you know, not let a few mishaps from last week, you know, destroy anybody's uh, belief in themselves or their teammates. And let's just go out there and do what we do and, and uh, continue to try to, to improve each week. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that. If, 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 if you guys in Gadsden City hold serve, um, should it looks like all likelihood Fort Payne for the second consecutive year will host a first round playoff game. Um, is that I know that doesn't factor into the desire to win or, or anything like that, but in terms yeah. of just extra focus, or does that bring anything else to the table as far as motivation for the? Well, team? I think what it does is we we say that right after the game when we found out that Buckhorn had beat Lee last week, I told the players right after the game that what had happened, and, and they all immediately started clapping because we, you know, we felt like we we kind of ruined an opportunity over at Lee that night. We felt like we lost a game that we should have won, and and, um, and and give them credit for the win, but we. Uh, Thought, thought we maybe had put ourselves in a spot where we couldn't get that two seed. Um, and now with them winning, we now have an opportunity. And we don't completely control our own destiny, but we're pretty close if we win. And like you said, if Gadsden City will beat Lee, um, then we would be the number two seed. So, um, you know, that's that was exciting to see that that's a possibility again because I think we all spent a week thinking – 
what have we done? You know, we've gone over there and, and not played well and lost a game that could ultimately cost us a, a playoff seating. And so that's, you know, you know, kind of uh, as the old line in uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber when he says you totally redeemed yourself is kind of, I guess, what we felt like um, after that game is we felt like we had another chance. And so now it's, it goes back to, to what do we do that chance? And I think you, you, you mentioned the desire to win, and that's that's something we've been talking about for, for a couple of weeks around here is, is – there's got to be a difference in, in hating to lose and having a desire to win. And um, I told them yesterday before we practiced, I said, there's no doubt Friday night both teams on the field will hate to lose. Neither, neither team will want to lose that game. It'll be a very competitive game. Both teams will play very hard. But the key is who's got the desire to win Monday to Friday is the key. And, and, and we've, we've you know, tried to really emphasize that throughout the week is that you know nobody wants to lose Friday, but you've got to have a desire to win Monday through Friday. And, uh, and I think we've, you know, like I said, had a good start to the week. Has practice been perfect? No, but I don't know if practice is ever perfect. I think that's why it's practice. Um, so, you know, I think we're getting better. I think we're improving. Um, you know, it's just going to come down to Friday night who can who can execute in the key moments. And a lot of times games like this come down to six, seven, eight plays. And mm-hmm. whoever makes those plays wins the game. And that's what this, this Friday probably will be. And uh, But I think our guys are excited for the opportunity because, like I said, a, a week ago we didn't know if we'd have this opportunity. So now we've got one. Yeah. I think Alan Iverson said something about practice. Yeah, about yeah, practice. yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, uh, well, it's going to be good. It feels like it's been forever since we've been home. Yes. So, uh, this Friday night, home game. You guys come out. Uh, our broadcast time for WZOB uh, and FPTV will be 6.30. Game time, 7 o'clock. Let's pla- uh, pack the stadium, Wildcat Stadium, this Friday night. Coach, good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. By the specialist Brian Northcutt. Glad to have you, Brian. Yeah, good to be here, Chris. I, sorry, I was a little hot there, Miss Holly. Um, yeah, I had to. I, t- uh, I told everybody you were down at the Pee Wee. That was it. The, the little flag football thing. They are honoring, uh, well, recognizing the flag football kids. They're actually going to run out on the field with the team, sort of, over there on the side. So that'll be really cool for them. Coach Elmore and, and DJ Rector, the the rec. Um, competitive, I don't know what you call DJ's job. He's the athletic director, I think is what he's called. But anyway, he runs the leagues and rec director. They, yeah, there, well, there's a rec director, but then he's, Oh, he's different. He, yeah, the rec director's over everything. And DJ just kind of runs each sports oh, okay. scheduling and coaches and recruiting and drafts and all that kind of stuff. So they decided to uh, <clears throat> really get the kids out here and they're trying to keep more kids involved. And so that's a great opportunity for them to come out here and get on the field, see everything, um, be recognized. And so we just kind of um, 
getting them out in front of people so they can see what it's like being out on that field. So it was really cool. Well, I let in as best way I could. Yeah. You know, you didn't have a thing ready for me, so I kind of winged it. I did have one. I did you not see I the did, email? I never got that one. I forwarded an email to you. Oh. So. Well, I missed that. You want me to do it for you? I can run it. <laughs> we can start it. Start it. Cue it up, Holly. We can cue the music. Let cue Brian the music and let's restart let's the whole restart thing. Let's restart the whole thing. Uh, Here you go. Maybe I can find it here right real quick, Chris. Here you go. Are you ready? All right. <clears throat> Cue the music. Are we going to go? No, come on. Let me read it. Oh, we got a, we got enough time. We got anything else to do, we, do we? we? Here we go. Hit it. Phil Collins in the air tonight is a, is a staple of the pregame festivities at Wildcat Stadium on Friday nights. On this night, it is especially appropriate. You can feel the playoff atmosphere here, and the next three hours are going to bring one of these two teams a lot of joy. A first-round playoff home game awaits the winner of tonight's contest between the Fort Payne Wildcats and the Buckhorn Bucks. With these two, which of these two will rise to the occasion? Let's find out, shall we? I'm Brian Northcutt, and I'm joined tonight by Mr. Chris Durr. He's going to do play-by-play. -play. How was that? I'm glad to be here, Brian. <laughs> glad to be here. Thank you for bringing us in. Yeah, uh, there we go. Action. Uh, I had well when I we, with my intro I talked about like the implications yeah, for this yeah. evening. It's so pretty if you big. Want, if you want to talk about some of those implications, well, I mean you look at at, at who uh, in, in the Birmingham region that we match up again. Everybody in 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 high school football matches region to region. So a one seed's going to play a four seed, and the same region's two seed will play the same region's uh, three seed, and then three will play two, and four will play one, and it just matches up with one region. The region that we're matched up with is a Birmingham region. It's got Mountain Brook and Parker at the top, and those are two really good teams. Parker actually defeated Mountain Brook, so they're the one seed. Mountain Brook's the two seed, and then you run down to Mortimer Jordan, which is a town about halfway between Birmingham and Coleman. It's, it's on the way between Birmingham and Coleman. Just a little bit north of Gardendale is Mortimer Jordan in Wimberley or Morris, one of those two places. I can't remember exactly where the school is, but it's all the same area. So uh, it'd be obviously a lot easier um, path to get to the second round by hosting a team like Mortimer Jordan than it would be traveling down to Mountain Brook or Parker and playing one of those schools. So that's what's on the line tonight and, and the winner of the night's game. And, and Coach Elmore kind of talked through the loser still has opportunities to, to maybe, he said, based on what he was telling me, that it could be three, four, or five. You could be out. If you're the five, you're out uh, if you lose tonight. And so... Obviously, there's a lot on the line and a great opportunity. So it kind of feels like a playoff atmosphere when you talk in those terms. There's a lot of, a lot of like you just said, multi-scenarios. Mm -hmm. uh, we were yeah. talking earlier, um, you know, one. I mean, it, we kind of have uh, the playoffs in our hands, but we, we're, we also we have to depend a little bit on Gaston City. They yeah. have to defeat Lee, which, which they, no, sh which they, they should <laughs> On paper, we should have beat Lee too. Yes. <laughs> should have on paper. So that's that's told the I told the listeners that's one game we'll be following it, along with ours is the Gadsden City. Yeah, game. that that will secure that Gadsden City winning that game will solidify that this is for the two. We're making an assumption in that the Gadsden City beats Lee. Um, uh, of course, if they don't, then then it's going to be probably a little bit chaotic more than we could maybe even filter out tonight. We may have to wait till tomorrow because they're. When there's ties, if it's not a head-to-head, -head, a direct head-to-head, -head, or if you get a three-way tie, you have to move into non-region games and points scored, and it gets really, really complicated. And you start running down the, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G on the list of tiebreakers, right. and so it can get real complicated quick. And we talked a little bit, uh, also led into a little bit um, this time of the year injuries. 
Yeah, uh, they, they will start piling up on you. Uh, talk about Caden DeBose. Yeah, should be back. He uh, should sparingly. be full speed. I saw. I saw. Uh, he was full speed um, this week when I watched the times that I was out of practice. Um, Skylar Cody dressed the entire week. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't think there's anything that's really um, out there that's uh, significant enough to to cut into play in time. So. I think we're going to be in good shape as far as injuries so far, knock on wood, that, that nothing happens tonight. Well, so far as we've watched Fort Payne this season, um, and now we'll go a moment of silence. Yeah. We got about seven and a half minutes till kickoff. Uh, the colors are being presented presented in the middle of the field by the Fort Payne High School Junior ROTC. As soon as they get in position, the Fort Payne Marching Band will play our national anthem. And I'll have to say, Miss Holly, who's a music connoisseur, um, out of all the ones I've heard this year, that was a pretty clean version. And it, it wasn't different. What are you it saying, was, Chris? When I say, well, you know, Sometimes me and my, the harmonies are not quite in tune. Well, me and my trumpet playing son, we talk about other bands. Yeah. And so he lets me know when they're off key. and. Oh, buddy, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> and all that fun jazz. I, mean, so, I, I think you. Uh, so he's a little he's a little prideful when it comes uh, to the band. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, might as well take pride. Yes. All right, so we are about five minutes away from the kickoff of this one. Both teams are coming out to run this, and tonight the Fort Payne Wildcats will be running through the Wildcat, Brian. You hadn't seen that in two years, brother. Have they? Did somebody forget where it was and they lost it? That, and that's what we were saying. Somebody probably walked by a closet <laughs> and said, "Hey, there's the Wildcat. Let's put that." I've thing been looking up. for that thing for. Six weeks. I know. And they didn't use it at all last year, and now we're almost near the end of the season. Somebody put it on the Wildcat. Hey, special hey, night we'll, tonight, we'll playoff game. And, man, if they hit smoke, I think I'm going to just die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this also Breast Cancer Awareness uh, Month, uh, the month yeah. of October, is there's a lot of pink out here, pink 
cheerleader pom-poms, the the Fort Payne, I call them the rah-rah guys and girls in pink paint mm -hmm. on their yeah. bodies. It's a lot of pink, huh? The pee -wee, we buy that on a... The peewee guys will be running. I guess they're going to run behind the Yeah, team. I don't think they're going to be out there in the middle of it. You don't so want to get them stumped. I, I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, Buckhorn will be white on white tonight, and it looks like, I can't tell if they're gold helmets. Are they gold helmets, Brian? They are. Now, they, they have a very similar look that, uh, to the Michigan uh, but it's not the the Wolverine look. It's it's like the horns, the antlers, antlers. of a buck. But they are. So, if you don't know buckhorn, they're kind. They're not royal blue. I think they're a little darker, and they're. I think they're that color blue and yellow. Yeah. If I'm right, yeah. they're just straight up yellow. Fort Payne's wearing the silver britches tonight. Black jerseys, silver britches with the Vegas gold and white stripes. The black helmets with the FP on the side. As they get ready. Oh, the smoke is here. Here we go. We got smoke <laughs> and cat. Not sure what to do with myself. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Smoke Cat and the big FP in the middle. As we're getting ready to, are we about to do it? Where's the captains? Their captains are approaching the field. Our captains are not, but we're going to run through it anyway. And here comes the team as they try not to run over some cheerleaders. And they'll be followed by the peewees. This will be the fun part, see yeah. if anybody stays standing. <laughs> there they go. If we can describe it, I mean, it's just like somebody just unleashed. Isn't that fun? The little kids, I mean, there's hands in the air. How would you like to do that? It is the running of the kids, folks. Now watch, now watch this when they have to get them off. As they come in, they start high-fiving players. They're right in the middle of it, folks. Yep. That's funny. They're still, they're still running. Here across. they come. That's right. pretty cool, though, isn't it? That is cool, man. If you're if you're a kid doing that. And, oh, you know, my goodness. Did it get any better than that? Really, really neat. Good, good job for the... And uh, nobody failed. That's awesome. I know. Well, that we know of. That we know of. Coaches, they're, they're gradually coming. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'm not sure I'm running 50 yeah, yards. Not, I know I wouldn't. Like, I did that a long time ago. Who are captains tonight, Brian? We've got uh, 24 Bennett Blanks, which we just found out today. Bennett has been invited to play in the... Um, um, invited to play in the North-South All-Star Game uh, at the end of the season. So that congratulations to him. 14 is Tyler Wooten, number one, Skylar Cody, and number two, Caden Dubose. Those are your four captains for Fort Payne tonight. All right, the smoke is sifting through the air. Buckhorn's waiting to come out. That may be Navy, Brian. Their, their banner over there looks Navy. There may be yeah. Navy in yellow. All right, they're flipping the coin now. We're getting ready. We're just under two minutes here at the start of tonight's last region game. Yep. And then we have two more games. I was wrong last week, Brian. We have one more home game, senior night next week against yeah. Athens. I don't know why we were thinking Cherokee County was, was here, know. but I was, we, were, was, we were not correct on I that. I take the blame on that. I've had a lot of people look at me funny tonight. <laughs> and a lot of people say, oh, we got to travel? You're killing me, Chris. <laughs> but we, our last game is at Cherokee County in Center, Alabama. I've never yep. been there for a football game. I've been there many times for basketball. Yep. It's a good place. And they're a good team. Both these, these next two games yes. are good teams. Yeah, there's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge for Fort Payne finishing Fort Payne All right. Yeah, Coach Elmore's been talking a lot lately about uh, taking the ball if he gets if he wins the toss and um, try to get that offense out on the field and get some points on the board early. All right, we're about to get set as Buckhorn's waiting for their captains to come back before they run out. Fort Payne's already on the sidelines. Is there a Kickoff receiving team is about ready to get on the field. We're 53 seconds away from tonight's action. The white cat, Wildcats being deflated. We are ready for some football. <laughs> Just throw that in there. <laughs> Found some interesting information this week, Chris. 
Um, did you know that Brandon Oliver for Fort Payne is the number eight return man in terms of yardage for the season in the state of Alabama? Really? Number eight. Wow. Um, I knew he's kind of he, he does well on, when he's returning. You start looking at the others on that list, and there's some there's some pretty big big hitters on that list too. So. And one of them has to be the boy from uh, Gaston City. Uh, yes, he is. is. He's actually he is has he, number one? he has no he he's actually got DeAndre Kirkpatrick beat. Uh, he's twelve. Uh, the kid from uh, the Alabama commitment from Sarah Land is on that list. He's pretty close to him. Now, Paul's there. You said Brandon Oliver's got more yards than Kirkpatrick? Yes. Wow. Yep, yep. That's impressive. So, does a great job uh, on the return game, Brandon does. So, congratulations to him on that statistic. All right. There's the, there's the time. Pre-game time is going off. Now we're about to reset it for game time. Nice crowd on hand for this Fort Payne last region game. If you're listening to us, you're listening to us on uh, WZOB Radio 100.9 FM, 1250 AM. You can also see the game on FPTV app. You can watch the game and hear Brian's awesome voice as he gives the color for tonight's game. And here's the kickoff. Fowler will go back, he'll fumble it, and he's going to attempt to run it out, but he did go back in the end zone, so it'll be touchback. Fort Payne will start on their own 20-yard line. Yeah, really looking forward to Fort Payne, trying to get out on the board quickly, set the tone early with this offense, maybe get some of that malaise out of their system from the last two weeks. Do we know anything about Buckhorn? Um, I guess we'll figure out when they go on offense. Are uh, we looking for anything on their defense? Now, they, they don't look like they have the giant – no. defensive line that we face. No, they're going to be very game. similar to Fort Payne in, in, in most regards as far as size and skill level. Uh, looks like they're going with a three-man front. Lots of DBs, so they're going to try to stop Fort Payne's passing game. And, and Varnador is going to hand it off to Blaylock, and he's going to follow his blockers. Keep pushing, keep pushing. He picks up about two yards. It'll bring yeah. up second and eight. Skyler Cody getting in early action now. Right, Blaylock's going to come out. Uh, Cody's going to get in and go in at the uh, Yeah, it looks back, like he's right? going to run it back. They, sure may, they may try to sweep him, get him to the edge. All right, so we got four wides, three far side, one near. Cody's in the game. He'll be on Varnador's left side. I think yeah. this is his parents right here They may try, they may try to wheel this thing. They he's are. He's trying to wheel it. And Varnador looking to throw. Loads up. Cody's out him. there. He's got the, got the beat. Makes yep. the catch all the way down to the Buckhorn 35-yard line. Yep. You, you knew you knew putting him in the backfield. They're trying to create a mismatch, and that's what they did. They ended up getting Skyler uh, in man coverage, not man coverage, but in the zone coverage. But he's got a linebacker there, and he just easily cruises through that. So that's really good for Skyler. That's a deck hat. DeCab fix it first down to the 33. Actually, they're gonna hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock oh, up yes. the middle, good. and he'll push forward for about six yards. Good movement in there, Gomez and the Jackson brothers and Will Patton. And that's bringing in uh, Carter. Helmet came off, so he's got to come out of play. That's going to bring up second and four from the Buckhorn 30, no, excuse me, 27 yard line. I think I, mentioned, I forgot to mention Jordan Wright. Now they're bringing, uh, okay, Bennett's down here on the sideline. Yeah, they got him way over here. They got five wides. <laughs> I think he asked Coach Elmore what he's supposed to do on this play. Varnador is the lone, lone, lone person in the back. He's got Shutter single coverage on everybody. He throwed across the middle, and that's. Nice. Did he drop? He 
threw it to, was that Brandon or no, that's, Griggs? That's Griggs. Can tell what happened there. He tried to hit Griggs on a quick slant. The defender was all over it, and we couldn't tell if he caught it or it got yeah. knocked out. It looked like Blake thought he caught it and dropped it and was looking for a fumble, but, but that's not what happened, or they didn't call that. They called an incomplete pass. That's going to bring up third and five from the Buckhorn 28. 10.31 to go here in the first quarter. No score. This is Fort Payne's first drive. Wondor looking to pass again. They're blitzing. He's going to roll out right. Tries, oh. tries, looks like he tried to throw it across the middle, and maybe it slipped out of his hands. Yeah, I think I think he was trying to. I think he was trying to hold that back, but it went forward enough that it looked like a a forward pass. All right, so fourth and five. I'd, They're going to attempt a field goal here. It looks like they are going to attempt a field yeah, goal. That's that's within his range. It will be a 45-yard field goal attempt. Here's the kick. It's away. Long enough. That was enough. good. That was a nice kick. It is good. <coughs> Thrive Outdoor field goal attempt is good. Well, I'll tell you what, Connor Hughes Connor has just Hughes been very, very good. And that'll put Fort Payne up three to nothing. We'll take a quick 30-second break. Be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. at Wildcat Stadium where the Wildcats first drive ends in a field goal, uh, long field goal. What was that, 45 yards? Yeah, 45-yard field goal. Just double-checking my distance. So they take the lead first over Buckhorn. Buckhorn will get their chance to see what they can do on offense as we're just into the first quarter, 10-22 left. feel pretty sure that's probably one of, if not Connor's longest field goal of his career. Maybe it's at least close. All right, Fort Payne leading three to nothing. Here's the kickoff. This one's yeah, going to be deep nice and going end zone for a touchback. Buckhorn will start on their own 20. Went straight to Hayden Chambers this time, so nice to see him get that in the end zone. That's really good helpful for that Fort Payne defense. All right, this will be Fort Payne's first shot at uh, defense. Uh, hold it, see what they can do against Buckhorn. They've been a, they've been a little leaky yeah, this year. Yeah, they, we've, we've talked about that and, and trying to shore some things up there defensively, so we'll see what happens tonight. Buckhorn going with two wides. Quarterback takes a snap. He hands off to running back, trying to get around the left yeah, side. Nice. Fort Payne wraps him up for a yard gain. It'll be second and nine. Really nice play there by Tyler Wooten on that on that end. And, uh, and Bennett, I think Bennett actually turned that in. That, that back tried to bounce outside, and, and Bennett didn't allow it, so that was a really good play. Now, Brian, what do you call that lineup where they have the looks like up back right there behind the line? Well, now they don't have it in this one. This formation is last formation. I don't know if you call that a wing yeah, back. It's yeah, it's, it serves the same purpose as a wing back. All right, four receivers, three this side, one far. They're gonna hand off again to the running back up the middle. He's gonna follow his blockers, pick up uh, about two more yards, and set up third and six. That's a, uh, Justin Sumlin. No, no, Shamarian Landrum. Junior running back, five, six foot 190. Six foot 190 is pretty big running back. 
Their 6A ball. He's going to pick up a couple more. It'll be third and four for the, for the Bucks of Buckhorn. This time they got four wides. Now they're going to bring one closer in the line now. Now they got three, two near side, one far. Running backs in the backfield with the quarterback. He's in the shotgun. Takes snap, hands it off up the middle. Fort Payne meets him. He's trying to get loose, and he's going to get a first down. Yeah. Looks like got a first down by an inch, Brian. Yeah, good good uh, defense there and, and just giving up too many yards early on, but they're going to looks like they're going to try to establish a run with number two tonight. That'll bring up first and 10 from the Buckhorn 30-yard line, moving from our left to right, just under nine minutes to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading three to nothing over the Bucks, as this is Fort Payne's last region game. Fort Payne going man coverage here. Three receivers for Buckhorn. Quarterback will hand it off again. He's going to go up the middle, again, trying to follow his lineman, yeah. and he gets uh, maybe a yard. It'll be second and nine. Four straight runs by Landrum. That's four carries early. Usually you do that. You're lulling them into something. Yeah. Evidently, they felt like they had a good a good plan to run him a lot. I don't know. We'll see how many times they do it in a row because they were going spread spread packages. All right, four receivers, three near, one far. They're going to roll the quarterback out to the left side. He's going to throw it downfield, finds his man. Did he catch? Yeah, he caught it. He caught it, and they'll give him the first down. That'll be another first down for Buckhorn as they move the ball up to their own 40-yard line, and they're going to stay third down. Okay, Single third coverage down on Connor with Connor Kinsley on that side. Oh, they're going to give him a first. Number 11, Devin Connor Chapman. 6'3", wide receiver for Buckhorn. Well, I tell you what, being a, being a defense, when those teams get that first down by like an inch, that's how they just frustrate, the, yeah. frustrate you. Yeah. 7.47 to go. Fort Payne leading three to nothing. Buckhorn with their first offensive series. Three wides, two near. They take a high snap, hands it off to the running back up the middle. He's got room, and he breaks oh, 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 over oh, oh, and hits the hits the uh, field judge there in the middle. Yeah, umpire, he went down hard. It looked like he got his leg rolled up, but he came up pretty quick. And that looks to be a 10-yard gain. Yeah. Another first down for Buckhorn. Or possibly, let's see where they mark it. Again, 10 yards and a Buckhorn first down. So another first down for the Buckhorn Bucks. That's five touches by two so far. First and 10, uh, just inside Fort Payne territory at the Fort Payne 49. Quarterback throws across. He finds his man at the 45. He's the 40. And he goes down for, uh, they're going to mark him down at the 40. It'll be second and one at the Fort Payne 40. Yeah, just a little stick route. Nice pickup by, by Buckhorn. A little bit short. Defense is going to have to try to create some negative plays here. Seven minutes to go. Fort Payne leading three to nothing. It's second and one from the Fort Payne just inside the Fort Payne 40-yard line. Buckhorn with three receivers, two near side, one far. Quarterback in the shotgun. High snap, gives it to the running back off left side, and he's nice tackled play. quickly nice for no gain. It's going to be third and a foot. Good play by Tyler Wooten there, scraping on the outside, making that play. So they're going to say just about no gain. they got to get to the 39-yard line. They're just inside the 40. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with the way they're running right now for them to just say we're going to get this. If it takes two plays, that's what we're going to do. It would be nice for Fort Payne defense to step up and get a negative play right here. All right, third and one, 6.23 to go in the first. They're going to turn, hand it off to the running back up the middle. Ooh. He slips and falls, and he's going to – no game. Again. That's going to be fourth and one, bro. Tyler Wooten again. I think he slipped, but Tyler was right there. He was trying to avoid Tyler's tackle. 
it looked like he slipped when he's trying to make the break, and nonetheless, Tyler gets credit for that tackle, so it will be fourth and one, and I, I would, yeah, they're going to go for this. That ball actually moved back a football's length, Brian. Yeah. Because it's right on the 40-yard line be now. a nice big play for this defense right now. All right, look for him to run again. Fourth and one, 5.52 to go. Fort Payne leading three and nothing. They're going to put the running back in motion. It's going to be a quarterback, quarterback keeper. He's got room off left side. Nobody's <laughs> there. And he did the air trip him? Boy, it looked like that was. It looked like he hurt something. I know it. Well, he got a first down to about the 20-something yard line. Let's see where they mark it. But the quarterback went down funny yeah, with nobody did. there. Yeah. He, he came up okay, but, boy, it looked like he, he hurt himself when he fell. They'll mark it at the 23-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for Buckhorn yeah, good from play call. 23. Yeah, good play call there. That was a quarterback keeper. I was waiting to see when they were going to do that. All right, this time they got two running backs in the backfield, two receivers, one on each side. Now they're going to put running, one running back in motion. They're going to hand it off to the number two in the middle. Mm. He's getting, skirting around some tackles. He gets uh, almost another first down down to the yeah. Fort Payne 13-yard line. Benny Blank's in good position. They just missed the tackle. Jumped, jumped hard outside, and he broke back underneath, and Bennett couldn't get back to him. That's going to be third and one from the Fort Payne 14-yard line as Buckhorn's driving here with 4.58 to go in the first. Fort Payne currently leading three to nothing. It's second and one for the Bucks. Two receivers. Quarterback's going to hand off to number two up the middle. Fort Payne trips him up. I That's think he play. gets a first down, though. Yeah, good play by um, Lucas Talent on that. Now he's short. He's no, not short by much. No, they're giving it third down, yeah. <clears throat> it's third and an inch because it's going to be real close. Looks like they got to get to the, the line there, so it looks to be about third and about four third inches. Down. I think he's got to get to the 13-yard line. So it'll be third and very, very short with 4.30 to go here in the first. Fort Payne trying to stop the Buckhorn drive, opening drive. Buckhorn's quarterback takes snap. He hands off to number Good two job, again. Fort Payne, there's the negative yardage Brian was looking for. Hayden Harrell, great, great job shedding his block and getting in the backfield. And now they're, they've given him such a negative play, they're going to attempt a field goal now. So with that loss of two yards, it'll be fourth and three. The ball will be spotted on the Fort Payne 16-yard line. They're going to go attempt the field mm -hmm. goal. Chris, that's really one of the things we've talked about or we, we've seen. We, we haven't seen a lot of that this season, and we need to see more of that from folks like Hayden Harrell and Caden Kilgore getting in the backfield and making negative plays without having to use linebackers for it. All right, Buckhorn to attempt to thrive outdoor field goal. Kick is up and away. That's a nice leg on that kicker, and this I is no it. good. There we go. So Fort nice Payne job. will get the ball. Good hold there. After they hold Buckhorn, offense will come on the field. We'll stay right here with 3.37 to go. Fort Payne holds the Buckhorn Bucks. Now they'll have their second possession offense leading three to nothing after the missed field. But it looked like that's one of the, probably one of the only other kickers I've seen with a leg yeah, besides he, ours. On his kickoff, he didn't really do a whole lot with his leg swing, but got it all the way into the end zone. And he's got a strong leg. He just pushed that one. All right, Varnador in the backfield for the uh, Wildcats. He's got three, four receivers, two on each side. Looks like Dubose is back there with him. Mm-hmm. They put a man in motion, no, hand it off Blaylock. to the bow. No, that's uh, Blaylock. Blaylock follow his blockers for a little bit. Gets about a yard or two. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Three yards. They're going to give him three, so it's going to bring up second and seven for the Wildcats. Fort Payne looking like, uh, looking like a little tempo here, Brian. Yeah. 
Four receivers, three on the far side, one near. Varnador is your quarterback. He'll fake the handoff to Blaylock. Look across the middle, like finds that. his man in the middle of the field at the 40. And he's tackled at the 42-yard line for the cap fix at first down. Yeah, really nice play action there. Makes it, it gives it a look that, that Dax is going to be running on that play, which draws up some of the secondary or some of the second-level defenders and then just dumped it to Riker Shankles over the middle. Nice play call. Good, good play design right there. It'll be first and 10 from the Fort Payne 43, leading three to nothing with just under three minutes to go here in the first quarter. Time is moving pretty fast here at yeah. the beginning of the game. Barnador by himself in the backfield. He's got five wides and looks like he's just drawing off Buckhorn. Was that an air horn that drew him off? He <laughs> got jumped right when an air horn in the stadium went. But going back to that last play, with Dax having the threat of his legs, that really creates that, that window because of his look, look like he's running. All right, Cody will come out for the Wildcats. Blaylock will come back in at running back. And you have to believe on Skylar Cody, just speaking of him, they're going to they're gonna try to go deep to him several. They should try to go deep to him several times this game. All right, four wides. They're in a stack on each side. Barnador's your quarterback. Blaylock to his right, and the whistle's blown. I didn't uh, see anything on that one. I didn't see anything either. They're running out to the middle of the field. Uh, looks like an equipment thing. Yep, it's an equipment Here thing. Here we go. Number eight will be going off for Buckhorn. We, we've generally avoided that this year. We have. And I think, I want to say one of these side, side judges called it. Our sideline officials. All right, so Blaylock will come back off. Now Cody's in the game as they switch. Cody is on this side. We have five receivers, three this side, two you know, far side. Look for Skyler to get this. He's, he's got man coverage. He's, he's going to blow past this guy. Barnador airing it out. Cody has a step, but he's got to try yeah. to slow up. But there's a flag thrown. <laughs> Real early. <laughs> that, that that right there is a incredible mismatch. That guy's playing Skylar Cody six yards, and he's a linebacker. That's that's not even a difficult choice. <laughs> All right, let's see what the, it's going to be holding against Buckhorn. That'll move the ball up for DeKalb. Fix it first down with 2.15 to go in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading 30 to nothing as they are on their second drive as they stop Buckhorn on their first. And, and Fort Payne's offense has been very talented this year, and they've been very effective. But boy, Skyler Cody just brings a whole different level of dimension to this, to this offense. Just his speed is just so potent, and you've got to account for it. That moves the ball to the Buckhorn side of the field as it will be first and 10 from the Buckhorn 43. Arnador is your quarterback. Blaylock to the, his left. Four wides, two on each side for the Wildcats. Buckhorn looking to blitz. They would do. They're coming from this their side, and they got him. They blitzed on both sides, and Arnador didn't see it. Yeah, he's got a... Tried to get it dumped quick, and, and it just wasn't there. So, And Dax didn't see the, the backside coming. That looks to be a 10-yard loss. So it'll yeah. be second and 20 for the Wildcats. Loss of eight, second down 18. They're going to say eight, so second and 18. Yeah, Buckhorn is playing a lot of um, coverage that's really, really shallow. Safeties and, and backers playing at seven, six, seven yards. You're going to need to be careful with that because Fort Payne's got enough speed. They can do some damage. Fort Payne puts a man in motion. They're looking to blitz again. They hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to find a hole, and he's hit quick as he only picks up a yard. It'll be third and 17. Carter Blaylock on the carry, tackling number eight. Cody's back in for Fort Payne. Blaylock will come out. You know, in these situations, the screen always works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, may, they may be looking at something like that. That would be a good call here. 
All right, Cody is five wides with Cody in. He's on the outside this time, Brian. Yeah, I would think they made. Uh, he's got a mismatch here. He's going up top. Barnador looking throw. They blitz again. He's going to roll out near side. He's going to wear it out. Nope, he's going to hold it. He is going to wear it out to Cody. Cody. He pulled it in, didn't he? Yes, he got it. I think he took it away from the buckhorn guy, to be honest with you. And watch out now. You can't, you can't do a whole lot of that. Now, when it's a tie, it goes to the offense. If they're both holding on the ball, right? I, I think technically that's, uh, yeah, I, probably. Coach Elmore's going to help him out here. Well, right now, it's a DeKalb fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. The throw was a, a little shot. Cody had to slow up to get it, but uh, he and the Buckhorn receiver kind of caught it at the same time. Yeah, Buckhorn's coach is going to call a timeout. I think we, we, we were fortunate enough that that happened on our sideline, which gives us a little bit of advantage there, but Buckhorn's coach is going to try to argue this one. All right, well, he's calling a timeout. We'll take a timeout with him. We'll be back in 30. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Stadium, we are Wildcats lead. Currently, the Buckhorn Bucks three to nothing with 48 seconds left in the first, which has been a quick first quarter. Uh, after kind of a controversial play, Fort Payne will have it first and 10 inside the Real Alpha Red Zone. They'll be on the Buckhorn 16, 17 yard line. White Hat whistles the ball in play. Arnador flanked by two running backs. He's going to take it. He's going to throw it up in the air to Fowler. Fowler in the corner. Fowler goes mm. up. Nice defensive play by Buckhorn as they yeah. knock it away, rise the ball arrives. No, no one got separation on that. <clears throat> Had a little bit, maybe a little bit too much air under, but that, that wasn't a bad throw. It all looked good. That's one of those, you know, us up sitting here on the sidelines probably would say if uh, Vonador had thrown it just a hair earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he sees what he sees. All right, two receivers for Fort Payne. Vonador is your quarterback. Interesting running back set there, Brian. Yeah. They got a bit of blanks behind him. They're going to hand it to Blanks. Blanks looking to find a hole, and he's going to get slung down for no gain. It'll be third and ten. Yeah, had Carter Tinker in it like a full like a fullback spot as a lead blocker. It just was slow developing, and that was backside backside in coming and making that play. So it just took, took, took too long to develop. All right, the big guys will come out. Tinker and number 40. That was uh, Mason Chandler. They'll come out. Cody will come back in. Cody and Bennett Blanks will be in the backfield now with Varnador. It's Fort Payne has three receivers, two near, one far. This will be an interesting call here. <laughs> two running backs in the back with Varnador. And there's the clock as the quarter ends. So after end of one, Fort Payne leads Buckhorn three to nothing. We'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
we are back here in Wildcat Stadium where your Wildcats lead the Buckhorn Bucks three to nothing as we get ready to start the second quarter. A couple of gains we're keeping eyes on. Um, Gaston City leading Lee, seven to nothing. We need Gaston City to win that game. Uh, Pisgah and Fife, it is eight to six, Fife in the second quarter in that one. Wow. Undefeated Pisgah and one loss Fife for a region champion probably in that one. Yeah. All right, let's see what Fort Payne could do here as it is third and 10 from the Buckhorn 18-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne seems to um, kind of be out of that little funk they've been in the last two weeks offensively. There's a little more crispness in, well, the, in the... As we talked about, it could be the could have been the competition. Mm -hmm. Expectation, so to speak. All right, Varnador is your quarterback. He's flanked by two running backs. He's going to take the snap. Looking across, he's going to go corner. He's got a man out mm. there, but just overthrows Brandon Oliver. Incomplete. That's going to bring up fourth down and another field goal attempt by the Wildcats. Uh, interesting play design there. Skyler goes out as a kind of a, um, uh, a bubble route. And then they end up just spreading everybody out in different route, route trees. All right, that'll bring up Connor Hughes with the with the Thrive Outdoor field goal attempt. Barnador will be holding. Seem to be getting a lot of the Thrive Outdoor tonight. As there's three, this is the third field goal attempt this evening. Holds down, kick is up, and it is good. Yeah, really good there. Support Payne now goes ahead to the Buckhorn Bucks, six to nothing with 11.49 to go. We'll take a 30 second. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Back to Wildcat Stadium. We were after the field goal make by the Wildcats, the Thrive Outdoor field goal. They go up six to nothing over the Bucks. Uh, they've had the ball. Fort Payne's had it twice. Buckhorn's had it once in one quarter of play. Buckhorn had a missed field goal, so that's why you have the six nothing score. All right, and here's the kickoff from the Wildcats. Buckhorn back to receive. He'll back up to his end zone. He'll go in the end zone for a touchback. Though Buckhorn will start on their own 20-yard line. Yep, very helpful there for Hayden to get that in the end zone. <clears throat> All right, so after the quarter change, they'll, we'll switch directions. So Buckhorn will now be moving from our right to left. And what is a perfect evening for football? Boy, isn't it? My goodness. It is not warm and it's not cold. It is perfect. It's perfect. Thank you, Lord. Yes, sir. We'll All take right. it. 11.49 to go. Buckhorn with their second possession series of the night. They've got three wides, two near, one far. They put a man in motion. He's going to turn, hand the ball to number two, and he gets about four yards. No, about three yards on that play. It'll be second and – see, they're going to say second and eight. Yeah, they're giving that kid, man. He, he, is, he is toting the mail, isn't he? They are right in. They're going to give him three yards. It'll be second and seven. Ball is on the Buckhorn 
23-yard line. Again, they'll have three wides, two near side, one far as the ball is right in the middle of the field. They'll have number two, the running back for Buckhorn. He's flanks their quarterback on his left side. He's in the shotgun. Where Payne shifts. They're handed off to number two. He goes to the right side trying to find a hole. He's yeah. tackled quickly for about a half a yard gain. It'll be third and six and a half. Yeah, Lucas' talent is really the defense's equivalent of Carter Blaylock. He just he's not a big kid, but buddy, he he just makes plays and he's third down and six. You look at all these other kids and they're uh, when you look at Will Patton and, and Hayden uh, Harrell and not Hayden Harrell, Hayden Presley, Hayden Harrell played last year. I thought um, <laughs> But Lucas is just a lot smaller, but he just plays a lot bigger, just just like Carter does on offense. All right, here's a third and six play here with 10.38 to go. Fort Payne leading six to nothing. Buckhorn puts a man in motion. Quarterback takes a snap, high snap, fakes the handoff. He throws near side. Nice. Fort Payne there, and he'll get no gain. It'll be fourth down and six. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they read that play, Brian. Yeah, well, Connor was playing a kind of a press man, and, and if you're going to run that kind of route, you got to get alignment out on that corner. and. and Connor just, I mean, that was a, I mean, I'm not, Connor's a great player. That's easy. <laughs> Nobody blocked him. So, good job by Connor, though, recognizing it and attacking. That kid right there is huge. Yeah, this kid for Buckhorn near us. Yeah, that's big. the one, that's the one they were throwing to. He's 6'3". He's every bit of it. And here's the punt away. Brandon Aller back to receive. He'll have him over to his left side. He's going to keep going left, trying to get around the left side, and he gets up to the 50. It knocked out of bounds at the Buckhorn 49. That's where Fort Payne will start first and 10. Yeah, that, that is that's what we talked with Coach Elmore about and, and why Brandon is is the leader, you know, is the, the number eight in the state and running the turn yards is getting to a ball, catching it, and he just got us 14 yards. That's a whole first down in a series when you're talking about the difference in either letting it go or fair catching versus that kind of yardage. Those are hidden yards inside the, the, the night that – that Brandon gets you that, that you don't really see on a stat sheet necessarily. All right, Fort Payne has four receivers, three near side, one far. Blaylock in the backfield. Varndor is going to throw it. He's looking. He's going to throw it this side. He had a man. Oliver fell down. Ooh, almost intercepted. Oliver kind of yeah. got tripped over his feet. Yeah, I think he I think he lost his footing there on the break. You know, we've had some slipping tonight, Brian. I wonder if we got some dew on the field. I don't know, but um, there looks to be a sheen. <laughs> out there. Maybe so. It did rain here last night. But one of the yeah, but one of the things Fort Payne has always done well this season that, that forces defenses to be on their toes is spreading that ball out. So trying to throw to everybody and give everybody touches really keeps defenses from keying on your guys. All right, Fort Payne in a double stack of receivers on each side. Blaylock in the backfield, Varnador. They're gonna hand fake the handoff to Blaylock. Varnador looking middle. He's being chased out. He's gonna go back left. Go, oh, he slips down again. Mm. That's going to be a long, yeah, that's a long, long. That's about 18-yard loss. That's a lot of yardage there. Well, I'll tell you where you won't lose it, guys. It's Patterson Music and Jewelry beginning October 5th. Patterson's will be open till 8 o'clock on Thursdays. Layaway for Christmas. Discounts throughout the store. New inventory arrives week, weekly. Come by often where you don't get lost in the prices. That's Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Yeah, that is deep. What is that, third and 20? Third and long. Trying to add that one up. It's, it's way... All right, and Fort Payne's doing something, and they get to all the way back past the line of scrimmage. Some girls are talking to us, and I think they found some money. Yeah. <laughs> they keep thinking we're the PA guy. Yeah, I think they, I think some girls found found some money. Henry Howard on the tackle. And they're we're right here next to the PA people, so we we look like we need to talk to. Yeah, Coach Elmore is. Um, 
Right, that was Looks a like big. He's contemplating this, and he's sending everybody out. I don't know what they're going to try to do here, but well, that was a big gain. Uh, sorry, I was distracted, but we went from I know it was third and about twenty to fourth and looks like seven. Well, Payne, looks like they may go for this, or yeah. they're going to shift into punt formation with Dax. Well, it's fourth and seven. Dax is at quarterback. We got four receivers, three near, one far. Blaylock's in the backfield with Varnador. I didn't see what that play was. It looked like a draw. I can't remember. I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know it was just a run play that um, Buckhorn and on the third and 23, they're just going to stack back. And, gotcha. And they right. give up those short runs, and Carter turned it into more, but it wasn't enough to get down there. All right. Elmore looks like – no, he didn't call timeout. looks like he shifted uh, – they call a timeout, or are they just coming out? Uh, no, I thought he took a delay. Buckhorn could have declined it just so they didn't get the extra yardage. No, they're going to – are they taking it? Yeah, they're taking it. So they get a delay of game, so they'll back the ball up for Fort Payne to punt. Fort Payne will punt now. For now it'll move it back on their side of the field to the Fort Payne 49. So after that great field position, after yeah. they couldn't do anything after that big sack. So Fort Payne back to punt with 8.14 to go. Fort Payne leading 6 to nothing over the Bucks of Buckhorn. Kick is away. It's a nice over end over kick. It's going to take a sideways bounce, and Fort Payne will down it. looks like the 15-yard line. That's yeah. where Buckhorn will start first and 10. Good kick, good 40-yard punt there for Hayden Chambers. Give the defensive opportunity to pin them back a little bit here. All right, keeping you, uh, keeping you updated on some scores, the Gadsden City game, we're watching that one in the first quarter. Gadsden City's leading Lee, 14 to nothing now. Still no change in the five Pisgah score. Eight to six there. Eight eight minutes to go here. Fort Payne leading six to nothing. Bork Buckhorn with the ball on their own 15-yard line. They've got, it looks like, four receivers, three far side, one near. They're going to put a man in motion left to right. They're going to quick oh, play, and it's going to fall down. Fort Payne Ooh. looks like they fell on it. Wow. Oh, they're calling. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's an incomplete pass. <laughs> Boy, look. Well, he, he taught, yeah, it is. That, he, that's he why you do that. That's why versus handing that thing off. You toss it a little you bit. You toss it in the air because it is a forward pass, so that's a correct call. So that's what the quarterback did, and the man in motion, when he hiked the ball, he tossed it to him coming across in front of him, and he couldn't handle the toss. And we thought we had a fumble, but that was an incomplete pass. It'll be second and ten. Quarterback going to roll out left, looking to throw. He's going to throw it downfield. Mm. Has his man in out uh, just out of the reach of his hands for incomplete. Yeah. Caden kind of got lost in there, not knowing <clears throat> that that was his guy and that he was supposed to drop back in that zone. Uh, I think he shoved him inside and th didn't know where he went and got lost. And if he makes a good throw there, that's a complete pass for first down for Buckhorn. Our clock has stopped with 7.55 to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading six to nothing off two field goals so far. Have yet to find the reach the end zone. It is third and 10, though, for the Bucks, deep in their own territory. They have the ball in their own 15. It'd be nice if Fort Payne can get a stop right here, Brian. Yeah, and we, need, we really could use to have the ball back, maybe try to get a score before half. All right, they got four receivers. Quarterback's going to take the snap. Look at the throw. He's throwing across the middle. Nobody's there. That's going to go incomplete, and I smell a bowl of peanuts again. <laughs> oh, they're right there in front of me. I've seen, I've seen them all. <laughs> I, can, I can find the bowl of peanuts, Miss Holly. <laughs> All right, so Fort Payne holds, Brian. That'll bring a punt situation for the Bucks. So 7.51 to go. They lead six to nothing. Good to hear that. Fort Payne holds. Fort Payne. We haven't said that a lot, have we? <laughs> it's been, a, it's been a, <clears throat> a little bit of struggle on both sides of the ball these last couple of weeks, but it uh, seems like Fort Payne may be settling back down into a rhythm now. And as Brian said, one of the state lit return leaders is back. Brandon Oliver standing on his own 50. Here's the punt. It's a nice one. 
Oliver is going to make the catch, but the guy, ooh, that ooh. was close. <laughs> he, bailed, he bailed out way last minute. Yeah. And it'll roll to the Fort Payne 41-yard line. That's when they'll start first and 10. I don't know. That makes me nervous. You're going to bail out like that. Yeah, because that thing, that, 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 you never know where it's going to bounce. All right, so here we go. 7.40 to go. Fort Payne leading 6-0. Looking to put in the end zone this drive. Yeah, really need really need some more than just three on this. Just start to create a little separation in this first half from Buckhorn. Door in the shotgun. He takes snap, hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to bounce it around, having a tough go of it there in the middle. Buckhorn, yeah. he gets about three yards. Buckhorn stacking up there, Brian. Yeah, he's trying to, he's having to grind those yards out tonight. Up the middle, for, uh, Coach Elmore trying to get some more help on the run game so they open up the pass downfield, but still picked up three. That's not bad. Bring up second and seven from the Fort Payne 44 yard line. This time we've got four receivers, three on the far side, one near. Blaylock is in the backfield with Varnador. Varnador in the shotgun. Buckhorn looking to rush right here. Here they come. Varnador looking, looking. He's going to throw deep. He has a man. That's Cody. Cody with the step. Cody with the catch. Oh, nice. And he's tackled down to the 12, the eight-yard line. Boy, I tell you what. That is – boy, Dax put that. Ooh. Put it right where it needed to put be. It, he put it on the money. Boy, that's a good pass by Dax right there. My that's, goodness. Kyler did a great job catching it, too, because that DB was right on top of him. That's a DeKalb fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. First and goal from the seven-yard line. 6.50 to go, leading 6 to nothing. Wildcats with the ball. They hand it off at the middle. Wait. Blaylock working hard. He gets it to the three-yard line. Yeah, hard-running Carter Blaylock. Boy, he does a great job just grinding out. Fort Payne now going with their heavy package. Here comes the heavy package. They'll spot the ball at the three. It'll be second and goal. If you hear all the yelling when Skyler catches, his mom's sitting right down in front of us. So she's she is near the bowl of peanuts. Boy, she's going at it. Actually, they're going. I think she it. has the bowl of peanuts. Actually, they're going to mark it about the four, Brian. So it'll be second and goal from the four. Yeah, this is the traditional uh, mountain music package that Fort Payne has. That T package. They got Dubose in, along with Bennett Blanks in the backfield, as long as Carter Tinker, Varnador in the center. Varnador turns. He's going to hand it off to. Bennett Blank, Bennett spins, pushing, pushing, and yeah, he's getting he's there. Getting he's in. getting there. Touchdown, Fort Payne! That's tough right there. That's some grinding yards right there. And it is a still a scrum underneath yeah, for some like reason. Some, hopefully nobody's really hurt down there. I'll say is there some injuries or a scrum? Somebody <clears throat> got leg locked in there. Look, did a little Ric Flair in there with some figure four. <laughs> <laughs> the figure four. Here we go. A blast from the flash. There you go. The four horsemen are in town. That's right. All right, that'll set up the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point by Connor, Connor Hughes. Is that right? That is correct. Number 12. I just want to make sure I get it right. Connor Hughes. Varnador is your holder. There's a snap. Low snap. Varnador gets it down, and the kick is up and through and good. So Fort Payne now leads the Buckhorn Bucks. 13 to nothing with six minutes to go here in the half. We'll be back after 30 seconds with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcats! Welcome back into Wildcat Stadium where your four paint Wildcats now lead the Buckhorn Bucks after that touchdown 13 to nothing here in the with six minutes to go in the half. And here goes the kickoff. This one's deep, but it may be returnable. Nope, he's going to catch it in the end zone. It'll be a touchback. So Buckhorn will start first and 10 from their own 20. Yeah, really nice to see a goose egg up there for for the defense tonight. It is nice. It, it's just pour it on. Don't need to let up. That's right. Uh, just keeping you in tune with some scores. Gatson City is still leading 14 to nothing over Lee. Fife has scored again. They live 16 to 6 over Pisgah, undefeated Pisgah. All right, we got six minutes to go in the half, Brian. 13 to nothing. You're liking what you're seeing yeah. so far? <clears throat> yeah, the defense is doing a good job of keying in on number two. They, they knew coming in that, that running back was going to be really good. All right, he takes snap. He's going to hand it off to that running back, trying to follow his blockers up the there middle. Fort Payne stymies him. They'll give him one yard. It'll be second down and nine. Carter Tinker there stepping it in, filling that gap and just standing him up. You like you like I use the word stymie. Stymie, yeah. He was a little rascal, wasn't he? I mean, I mean, I mean, hold him up. Wasn't stymie a little rascal? No, that wasn't stymie. Look it up, Holly. All right, four wides as Miss Holly looks up the little rascal cast. <laughs> we give you everything here in Fort Payne right. Broadcast. There's a long throw on the right side. Four paints there. Big receiver pushed off, <laughs> yeah. and he's gone. Yeah, it looks a little bit. Uh, It'll be a touchdown, Buckhorn. Kyle Caminiti in single coverage over top of 6'3 guy. That's a that's a tough matchup. And he got tangled. Caminiti got tangled up with him and he fell as uh, the big receiver caught it. And then uh, with Caminiti on the ground, he had nothing, nobody between him. Yeah, it was tough. For tough play there. Can't. Mm. All right, 13 to six says Buckhorn will go for the drive outdoor extra point. And just like that, they're back in the game. 5.20 to go here in the half. Here's the snap. Hold. Kick is up. And read PAT is good. 5.20 to go in the first half. Fort Payne 13, Buckhorn 7. I didn't know that was his name, Miss Holly. All right. 5.20 to go after the extra point. Good. 13 to 7. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium, where just like that, the Bucks of Buckhorn have pulled within six after a long touchdown pass. 
It's now 13 to seven, Fort Payne leads with 5.20 to go in the half. So Buckhorn will be kicking off from their 40 yard line. Fort Payne aware of possibly an onsider, but they didn't do it. They're gonna kick it deep. Looks like uh, Oliver receives it. Oliver up to the 15, 16. He is horse collared at the 16, no flag. And that's where Fort Payne will start first and 10 after he got tackled wrong, along the head. Yeah, there's a, I don't know, uh, looked like a rodeo move there. Did I say horse collar? That's, that was close to it. He came from the front side, so technically it wasn't a horse collar because it wasn't from behind. Well, it, it, it but it was a head. I mean, he went after the head. Yes, his arm wrapped <laughs> around his head. All right, it's Fort Payne with four wides, three near side, one far, far. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. Hardor takes snap. He, he fakes the handoff to Blaylock. Cross the middle to Fowler. Mm. Fowler lost it. And it'll go incomplete. The defender almost got a hand on the run. Yeah. A little, that looks a little RPO-ish right there. I don't know if that was a play call but or if, or if Dax just read it that way. All right, that'll bring up second and 10 from the Fort Payne 17-yard line. They lead Buckhorn 13-7 with 5-10 to go. I'm sorry, it looks like it's, it's going to be on the 16-yard line. Door with four wide receivers again. He's going to hand this one off to Blaylock. Blaylock finding no room there as he gets no gain or maybe a half a yard. It'll be third and nine. Offensive not a lot, not a lot going in the middle. Yeah. Buckhorn's been able to stop any of the middle run so far. Blaylock come out. Cody will come in for four pain. Barnador right now looks like he's got four wides again, three near side. No, he's going to go with five. Cody moves to the far side out there. They got three defensive linemen. See what we can do here. Warnador looking to throw. He's going to roll out. He's going to heave it. That's going to be short. He's got a man there and just, yeah. couldn't, find, just couldn't quite get it where he needed to get it. Yeah, Dak's got a lot of pressure on that and just couldn't step into the throw well enough to get it out there to Skyler. That's who he was looking to, though. All right, that will bring up fourth and nine. I couldn't see. I know they had three linemen. Surely they didn't get that kind of pressure with just three linemen. Yeah, I was looking at the routes. I didn't see the pressure, but, but Fort Payne's struggling with that buckhorn front right now. All right, it'll be fourth down. Be punting from our own five-yard line. The buckhorn receiver is back at his own 40 with 4.30 to go. Fort Payne leading 13 the seven, nice punt. He's going to field it at the 41. He's going on the right side, and he's tackled as he crosses midfield into Fort Payne territory down to the 47-yard line. That's where Buckhorn will start first and 10 in Fort Payne territory. Yeah, they're going to have to have some help on uh, on 11, whoever stacked on top of him. Give a little bit of help, extra help on the, <clears throat> in the secondary. Yeah, look for Buckhorn to go right back there, Brian. And that's been our, been our Achilles heel all year is the big receivers. Boy, I tell you what, they seem to grow in places. They're going to put Bennett Blanks out here, Brian. Yep. All right, they're going to fake the handoff. Quarterback's going to keep it as he comes this side. And he's yeah. hit by Blanks. After yeah. a three-yard gain, it'll be second and seven. Yeah, he's going to have that quarterback needs to be careful. That'll set up second and seven from the Fort Payne 44-yard line with four minutes to go in the half. Fort Payne leading currently 13 to seven. We look for Buckhorn to probably exploit that matchup with their big receiver who is, he's on the far side now. Yeah, Connor's got him this time, so see what happens up there. 
Quarterback takes a high snap, hands it off to running back at the middle. He's got a hole. He gets up almost to the first down. He'll be just a yard shy to bring up third and one for the Bucks. Buckhorn going tempo now. They're going tempo. It's under four minutes now. Fort Payne trying to line up. Quick snap to number two. They he bounces through. He's going to have a first down as he gets down to the 32-yard line. It'll be first down for the Bucks. All right, 3:24 to go. Fort Payne leading 13 to seven. Buckhorn driving. Yeah, that 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 long pass by Buckhorn earlier is giving them a shot in the arm. They're playing a lot better now. Three wides for Buckhorn. One one running back in the backfield. They're going to hand it off to him. He's trying to go up the middle. He does. Picks up about five, no, about four yards to bring up second six. Tyler Wooten in on the tackle again. Try to get some movement on the front there. Fort Payne bringing Will Patton in now. Clock is ticking with three minutes to go in the half. Fort Payne leading 13 to seven. Ball is on the Fort Payne 29 yard line. It'll be second and seven. They're going to say second and six. It's going to be a long six. Fort Payne really needs to get some penetration here on these run plays particularly. Three receivers for uh, Buckhorn. Two near side, one far. Running backs in the backfield with the quarterback. He's going to fake the handoff. Looks across the middle, and Fort Payne knocks him off his route, and it'll be yeah. incomplete. Good coverage by Connor Kinsley there. A little, that's a still one of those that I can't quite figure out if RPO has made its way all the way down to high school ball, but it kind of looked like that's what it was. <laughs> looked like the Fort Payne play, right? Yeah, it looked, looked very similar to that. All right, third and six, big down for the Wildcats as they lead 13 to seven with 2.30 to go. Big stop right here to try to keep everything the way it is. Remember this game has uh, playoff position implications. Mm -hmm. All right, four or five wides now for Buckhorn. Nobody on the backfield. They're gonna put a man in motion. Quarterback's gonna take the snap. Fort Payne rushes, they get a cry across the middle. Good Great fight. tackle by Fort Payne as he gets no gain. Man, I tell you what, Tyler Wooten in space, buddy, he is tough. So he's he's a good hitter and he's quick on receiving. That's a good receiver there. And he stayed with him toe to toe and brought him down. Nice play. It's going to bring a fourth down and a long six as the coach tries to contemplate, contemplate. The ball is on the 30. That's a long field goal. Well, you can see him thinking about it right now. Play clock's ticking. 18 seconds left on the play clock. He's trying to figure out what he wants to do. I think he's going to run the clock down, call a timeout, and maybe try to determine if he's going to go for it or try to. I don't think he's. I feel that's a long field goal attempt from here. Yep. Under two minutes to go. Five seconds left on the play clock. Play clock. He's going to do what the specialist says. He'll call a timeout right about now. And there it is. All right, we'll take a timeout with them. See what they're going to do when we come back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! All right, we are back here at Wildcat Stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Buckhorn Bucks 13 to seven. We're at a fourth down play right now as uh, the ball is on the Fort Payne 30. It's in no man's land for high school. It's a little too far for field goal unless you got our field goal kickers. Yeah. It looks like they're gonna go for it, Brian. 
Yeah, I think they're probably, I would, I would just suspect they're going to try to isolate maybe 11, but he's on the short side of the field, so I don't know if that's going to be really good. Maybe right. try to get an interference call. All right, it's fourth and long six, and the Buckhorn coach just jumps up and down, but there's a flag thrown, too. They might have had 12 guys, Brian. Because uh, there's a flag here yeah. as he's called, as timeout's been called. I think that's why he threw his headset. <clears throat> All right, we'll stay here with it. Let's say you got any, you mean, see if we got any updates on scores. Yeah, we can do that. We'll look for the updates. There's a couple games we're keeping up with. Let's see. Thompson uh, 7A just on top of Tuscaloosa County, 13 to nothing in the second. Sylvania, I'll uh, say Valley Head and Woodville, 16 to eight at the half. Uh, Pisgah Fife in the second quarter, Fife's leading Pisgah, 24-12. Pisgah's undefeated, Fife has one loss. And the Gasser City Lee score, I don't know update, but I have 14 to nothing. We want to make sure Gasser City wins tonight, and us win tonight. All right, here we go. It's fourth down, a minute 45 to go in the half. Fort Payne leading 13 to seven. Four, four wide receivers, they put a man in motion and... Four pain calls timeout. Four pain calls timeout. We'll take a timeout with them this time at 30 seconds. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, welcome back to Wildcat Stadium. As we are a minute 45 to go in the half, we've had several timeouts in a row. Uh, Buckhorn with some tempo as they rush back up to the line. Fourth got an unusual setup here. Fourth and sixth play. They got a bunch of four receivers near side. They're going to throw their big receiver. He's got a step or two. Fort Payne there. Oh. And they're going to call Fort Payne on the pass interference. Because yeah. mm. it was an isolation on their big receiver. Yeah, that. So that'll give Buckhorn the first down. It's a tough play by Connor. Anybody over there trying to play that. <clears throat> they had a bunch. They had a. Uh, they lined up with four receivers near side in like a triangle bunch, and they had uh, the big number eleven on the far side isolated, and that's what they went for. So that'll move the ball up to the Fort Payne 15-yard line. It'll be first and 10 from there with a minute 40 to go as that just ran six seconds off the clock. Fort Payne leading 13 to seven. Buckhorn threatening here right before the half. Quarterback takes snap, he hands off his mm, running back. That's holding right side. there, guys. There we go, he got it. And <laughs> he scores a touchdown, but not before the old yeah. yellow flag comes flying. <laughs> ben, Bennett had great position, but couldn't get out there. Bennett, Bennett had great position, but that tackle was just holding him inside, and, and they both both officials saw that. And <laughs> pretty easy call there. Easy call as they'll be backing it up 10 yards. It'll be first and 10, no, first and a long. Let's say that's going to be first and 20 from the 25-yard line. Because that one hurt. Yeah. He got the edge, but there was a reason he got the edge. <laughs> Bennett couldn't get out there because he was being held. <clears throat> All right, so about 10 seconds ran off there, or five seconds is a minute 35. 
Amazing how time slows down. It does, isn't it? Really slow right now. Well, they just backed it up five. I guess they went from the spot of the foul, maybe. It's first and 15 from the 10. Quarterbacks will roll out right. Fort Payne's there, and they wrap him up for a three-yard loss. Tyler Wooten again. I mean, he's just all over the field tonight, making play after play after play, and he seems to just hawk people down. So that's going to be second and 18 from the 25-yard line. And he gets a beat on the runner. He is he is closing quick. All right, look for them trying to go to the big receiver. We've got uh, just a one-on-one -on -one matchup over there on yeah, the far side. Yeah, single coverage. Play lot. I mean, uh, he's going to look. His quarterback's coming this way. Oh, wow, receiver's got a step. And Golly. nobody's there to defend it, and he just goes and make the catch. Nobody made a play on the ball. Yeah, I thought, I thought Luke Patton was coming over and going to have a play on it. And... Touchdown Buckhorn. Our defenders ran past him, and he stopped and just leaped up and caught the ball. Yeah, that, wasn't, that wasn't very good defense there. All tied up, 13 all here right before the half. 50, just a minute, just under a minute to go. Buckhorn with the Thrive Outdoor extra point could go ahead into the half. Hold is down, kick is up. It's a line shot and it's good, but that gives Buckhorn the lead. Mm. All right, so with 58 seconds to go in the half, we'll take a 30 second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love. For the game, that's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get the Wildcats! All right, we're back, and here's the kickoff. It's a deep one. It's going to be fielded by Fowler on the far side. Fowler trying to make a move. He's at the 20, 25. He's going to be brought down. He needs to get down in a hurry. And he does. They're going to mark him down at the 23-yard line. So Fort Payne will start with 51 seconds left. See if they can make some noise here right for the half yeah, round. I think they've got two more. They've got two timeouts. So we got really can run about any play you want. If they're probably going to want to uh, do more of the, the two-minute passing, you probably won't see a whole lot of Carter Blaylock runs. Although if, if Buckhorn gives up the middle, they might, might try to squeak one through with him. But they're usually going to see some. Passes, get out of bounds, get down quick. Let's see if we can move down the field and score some points for half. All right, looks like they got Cody on the far side. I can't tell if that's him. It looks like him. Four receivers, Barnor back to throw. Three linemen, and they're going to sack him. Three linemen, Brian. Three linemen. Yeah, got to get better protection than that. That's an 18-yard lot, I mean, about a 12-yard loss. That's going to be second in a long way. Yeah, it's hard to – you're not really sure what to do there. You don't want to call your timeouts and then turn around and punt it back to them. All right, 30 seconds left. Fort Payne's way back. It's going to be, I think, second in about 20 or 18. Ball mm. is now on the Fort Payne 15-yard line, 14-yard line. Barnador with the ball. He's going to yeah. hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock stacked up at the line. He's going to lose a yard. Nothing in the middle is happening for Fort yeah. Payne. Nothing. Yeah, that interior is tough right now. Some tough sledding. All right, that'll just roll the clock out for halftime as uh, we go in a half. Fort Payne finds itself down, Brian, 14 to 13. 
yeah. as the horn blows. All right, we'll go take a two-minute break, and we'll be back here at halftime. Fort Payne down 14 to 13. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! I'll pass it down to somebody else. You want, you want one sugar packet or double and the next person? Double and pass the next person for sure. That's a gum commercial. Yeah, because they write the little notes on the, on the, on the. <laughs> You're still thinking about it. I am, bro. I was making sure I was right. <laughs> but yeah, I remember now because they put the gum wrapper inside the locker. Field goal! Oh, there I am. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Did you get hot yesterday? I was cold the whole time. Ah. What happened to you? I don't know, bro. It's just something I had in the barn. And that's what it is. I, I remember y'all widening out on this. I need a long sleeve. I was like, nah. Honestly, yesterday felt really good, like while I was in, but standing over here, it, I was cold. But I mean, I, I was just like this, so I can't, I can't complain. What's that? What's that commercial? Give extra, get extra, or something like that? Ain't that the extra commercial? Oh, uh, Levi. Levi, when we fake wide zone, please shake wide zone. Run again. If he's sprinting out, he'll sprint out strong side, so he's running to you. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be, it should be quick. Are you still behind us? Are you not front line? Yeah, but this is the right side. They're doing the, I bet they're doing the left side next. I'm in the middle. You can. Yeah. Hey, you look like you need that. <laughs> How does sugar, you know what? How does sugar packet get on the field? How does it do that? Huh? Good run with the starter team. <laughs> no. No. No, I'll pass. Thanks. What up, FTTV? Hey, watch this side zone. Go! Tyler! Hey, go. All right, Tyler. Go! 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 Ah, oh, Presley, just because you were standing there, it didn't go in. Well, you suck it up. You'll be all right. Bro, I didn't even hit you hard. Or you and Lucas. I was still skating whenever you hit me, bro. I wasn't even coming downhill. 
So I don't even, I don't even want to hear none of that. Then, uh, Hayden got caught on somebody. Like someone fell and hit, and hit the back of Hayden's knees. That ain't healthy. Someone hit the back of Hayden's knees as I was pulling and kicking him. Yeah. It just didn't turn out good. It looked good from my perspective, but now, damn, I'm sure he was now if I see you pulling and that running back's right behind you and he's not going one way or the other, yeah, I'm gonna hit you. They always go but outside. But I, of me. I wasn't able to hit you because he went outside of you. They always go outside of me. Right? They never like. I smoked Adams one time. Because the play, every time we pulled over there, it was supposed to be I kick out Birch fits in between, yeah. and the running back follows Birch. Yeah. But every time I kick out, they always go outside, and Birch is coming inside. Like. Yeah. He asked if we were full pads tomorrow as defense, and I said we might be. And I said I wish we, were, I wish I could say I was joking, but we actually might be. So. Yeah. I don't. I mean, hey, if we did, we did. I. We're gonna go hit each other like we did in the, in the endo. Yeah, when we're in endo, we have four tackling circuits, and we just we pretty much go head to head the whole time. Yeah. No fish. No. He's right there. Number 66. Back the country. Back the country. You better go, Bennett. I think it's turned off too. I don't know. Mm. It's gonna get knocked off again. Hey, run, run, run. Go! He's gonna keep coming on. Go! Bro, I'm just so physical. This thing keeps getting popped off. Hey, little baby, fake. Oh, no, we can't. We can't block him. Down, we're choking that, Jay. Touchdown. 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 Bennett will come over here. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, Bennett comes over to me and says, Put the camera on number 66. 100%. He'll say it at some point. Ranger. Wait, where do I want to go? Right here? Yeah, I'll go right here. I'm gonna be honest, I'm like too tired to talk. For real. I already talked a bunch. There's, there's, there's enough material. 
That's good. That's good. We got material. Everyone hear that? Yeah. We got material. There's enough to make a little video. Your mouthpiece about to fall off. What about when you're like down on the D line? Yeah, yeah. I'm like pad going. You know what I'm saying? Four. Tinko. Four. Tinko. Not today, not today, not today. It's pretty good right there, not today. He's not saying, uh, you know, I'll get him if he goes out. I called this. I called this earlier. I called this earlier. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. community and the love for the game that's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about at Southern Properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in Fort Payne just like you Southern Properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting-edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support Wildcat football with Southern Properties from Southern Properties
And now we're in the field on behalf of Fort Payne City School Superintendent Brian Jeff and Fort Payne High School Principal Scott Timmons, please welcome the Fort Payne Wildcat Marching Band. Tonight the Wildcat Band will be performing from their 2023 show titled Danzon, featuring selections, selections from Danzon number two by Arturo Marquez, Savannah by Cabello Cabello, on the floor by Jennifer Lopez and Cabello Bayando by Enrique Iglesias. Wildcat Band is under the field direction of drum majors Samantha Keith and Lance Harninger.
So, Coach, uh, Buckhorn's got a very narrow lead on us. What are we going to do to close this gap in this uh, last half of the game? Uh, well, we just got to gotta keep playing. I mean, uh, same thing we said before the game, nothing's changed. It's, it's uh, executing what you do, blocking, tackling, making your right reads, making plays. I mean, it ain't complicated right now. So whoever makes the most plays in the second half is going to win the game, and so we got to go make the most plays. All right, thank you, Coach. Thanks. Of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. because it was way too early to think that, but Buckhorn gets two quick strikes and, and, and they're right back in it now leading the game. And so now Fort Payne has to go back to the drawing board, which they were moving the ball and really stopping them. They're going to have to uh, figure out a way to stop the long passes. Uh, it seems as though Buckhorn has found a, a sweet spot in number 11, the wide receiver, and uh, Fort Payne uh, going to have to get some help to stop that. They seem to be able to corral the run game fairly well throughout the first half, even though there was a few breaks in it, but not much. Uh, but they're going to have to figure out that pass game in order to stop Buckhorn and then just continue to do what they did successfully in the first half. But they're going to have to also learn how to block a three-man rush with five guys. you got to be able to pull that off. Yeah, so four, uh, Buckhorn will receive the ball since Fort Payne got it to start of the first half. So Buckhorn will receive here in the second half as we get ready for the kickoff. And Fort Payne has to... Uh, I uh, have to kick from the 35 because of a delay of game. Um, and and as, um, Ms., uh, as Ms. Holly pointed out, the uh, 
that was not uh, attributable to Fort Payne's band, but rather Buckhorn's band not getting off the field quick enough. So Fort Payne penalized for that. Yeah, they had Home a, team is penalized if the halftime show is not over with. Yeah, they had a long, uh, long halftime show. I was watching Mr. Pa Mr. Pask, the band director, see if he was going to cut it off early the whole time. He, he didn't, and here's the kill. It is a short line drive. Hits the Buckhorn defender right, I mean, receiver right in the gut at the 15. He runs it out to the 31, 32, and he'll go down uh, 31. That's where they'll start first and 10. I come, what happened to that one? I think he probably, it looked like he probably tried to drive it a little further because he was five yards further back and, and ended up hitting it a little bit more in the middle of the ball than he should have. All right, well, that'll give the Buckhorn Bucks 11 yards of uh, field position there from the penalty and the kick. Instead of starting from the 20, they'll start from their own 31. As we get started here in the second half, they, they are leading Fort Payne 14-13. Buckhorn with four receivers. They're going to hand it off to the big running back in the middle. He scoots through. He gets through some arm tackles, and he's going to pick up about nine Nine yards, Brian. It'll be second yeah. and one. And going right back to where they started with uh, Landrum. For Payne bringing in um, Malachi Jelks, Jr., a defensive back, cover number 11 now in the secondary versus uh, what they had before. All right, that's going to bring up second and uh, about four inches for the Buckhorn Bucks. Fort Payne shifts. They meet him in the backfield, but he leans forward. He'll get the first down. It'll be yeah. first and 10 at the 42. Yeah, that's Lucas' talent there coming in. Lucas, 5'10", <laughs> 170 pounds, trying to tackle um, Shamar Shamarian Landrum, who's six foot, 190 pounds. So he's at a little bit of a disadvantage, even though Lucas is battling in there. 11 minutes to go here in the, as we start the third quarter. Fort Payne trailing Buckhorn 14-13. Buckhorn with the opening drive here in the second half. They have the ball first and 10 from their own 42. Going to hand the running back to number, hand the handoff to number two. He goes through a big old hole and he'll get about 13 yards. It'll be first and 10 from the Fort Payne 45. Yeah, he's a good running back. He's he's going to be a tough low. We have guys in the backfield just can't make the tackle. Well, it looks like the, their line's creating holes. Ours can't. Yeah. That seems to be the key so far down in the trenches, they always say. Yeah, they pulled both tackles and guards on that, looping up into the hole to lead the, the back. And Fort Payne's going to have to stand in there and, and hold their ground. It'll be first and 10 from the Fort Payne 45 for the Bucks. Here with 10 23 to go. They'll hand it off again to number 19 this time. He'll try to go outside. Fort Payne's there. He's dropped for about a three yard loss. It'll be second and 13. Yeah, different, different style running back. He, I think, got rolled up in that one. So he's going to have to come back out. Two is going out to to get a break, and uh, he only gets one play, and uh, Cameron Swain comes in, comes in to, to spell him. He tries to bounce the play and gets rolled up by Carter, uh, Carter Tinker on that play. And he's having to limp, Yeah, he, trying to get <laughs> off the field. He's not going very far. He's going to have to sit down. Yeah, I think he got rolled up there. He's like, Coach, you got you to get the weight off my leg. Or is there, they're trying to get him off the field. He's working at it. He's, he's upright, but he's limping hard. Yeah. So he'll bring in the big number two back. Number two is his number, not the number two back. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not number two. He's the number one back. But he, they, they took him out to try to give him some rest because he ran him three plays in a row, and he's right back in now. They'll put him out wide, though. They'll have five receivers, Brian, three near side, two far. Yeah. Nobody in the backfield with their quarterback. 9.55 to play. They lead 14-13 or Fort Payne. He's looking to pass. He passes quick. 
Back to the line of scrimmage, Fort Payne, uh, he's able to miss one tackle, but Fort Payne hits him hard, and he'll gain about six yards. It'll be third and seven. You just about guarantee if you go empty backfield and you leave a guy on a slot uncovered, he's going to run a little five-yard hitch. They'll give him seven yards, so it'll be third and seven. And unless you play a man coverage across the board, you're going to have to give up something on that or, or get a linebacker out to help. All right, big down here for the Wildcats as they try to slow down this opening drive of the Bucks. They trail 14-13 with 9-19 to go here in the third quarter because this is the opening drive of the second half. They got five. They got four wides this time. Quarterback's going to look to throw. Four Payne's rushing. He's got a cry across the middle. Drops it. Ooh, man. Wow, nice Boy, hit. <laughs> if he had looked for the ball, he would have caught Malachi that Malachi had paid attention to the ball coming through the receiver's hands. I might have had a pick, pick uh, interception right they there. They threw it to big 11, and our guy hit him right in the chest, and the ball was bouncing in front of our guy. But, you know, most important thing is it went incomplete. So it's and down. there's a flag down. Looks like the quarterback's down. I don't know if – evidently, it looks like we may have late hit somebody. All right, so that's the way that looks. There's a flag back there with him. And they're going to mark it off against Fort Payne. So it looks like a personal foul roughing the passer. Yep, personal against Fort Payne. That's going to give uh, the Bucks a first down. I never even saw what happened there. I have no idea. Yeah, we were looking at the play. And that's going to move the ball all the way down to the Fort Payne 26-yard line, 27-yard line to set up first and 10. But most importantly, the Bucks have a quarterback down. We'll take a 30-second timeout. Fort Payne trailing 14-13. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company. Your they, whistle, they whistle the ball in. There's a quarterback takes snap. They hand it off to number two running back. He gets about a couple yards. It'll be second down and seven. Give them three. It'll be second and seven. 8.51 to go here. Buckhorn after the penalty is deep in Fort Payne territory. As they have their second string quarterback in. Looks like number three. Justin Sumlin, junior quarterback. quarterback. So Sumlin, if, if starter can't come back in, well, we'll see how this kid throws, but that's going to be. I look for some several handoffs here. I mean, yeah. we hadn't stopped it. 14-13 lead for the Bucks. Fort Payne shifts, high snap. They try to get in his basket. They do, but he goes down after about a yard loss. It'll be third and eight. That was a high snap. Yeah, the way the quarterback was laying there. I think I see him walking around back there. It's going to bring up third and the long no, eight. That's not him. You see him anywhere? I, I don't. No, I think he's under the tent over there. <clears throat> All right, it's third and eight. Four receivers, two on each side for Buckhorn. Their backup quarterback is in after the first one got hurt from a roughing the passer penalty. The big number two back is back there with him, flanked to his left. Yeah. We'll see what he can do in this long, long third down situation. He's going to roll over to the left, looking to pass. He's going to throw. Just out of the arms of his of the receiver, incomplete. That's going to bring up fourth and nine. Roger, incomplete. Brings up fourth and nine. 
and that quarterback's still there in the tent, so he's not going anywhere. Let's see what they do here. Yeah, uh, boy, they're, they're real, real careful with concussions these days. And he's he's standing up watching. He's going. He's running by. Looks like he'll come in next series. Well, he may not have the option to. I don't know. He's running, telling coach he's back. <clears throat> All right, so Buckhorn's going to try the field goal. I think the quarterback wanted him to go for it since he's back. Snap, holds down, and whistles blow, blows it dead. It was long enough. I think it went wide left. Delay a game. That'll back it up five yards. This may call for the quarterback now. So it's going to make it fourth and 14, 7.33 to go. They're going to go. And they're bringing him back in. Yep, they're going to bring it back in. So Buckhorn will now go for it as that kind of drives it back a little bit out of their field goal range. See if Coach Elmore is on to this one. All right, so now it'll be fourth and 13 for the Bucks on their own, looks like 30. Yeah, Fort Payne brings in Skylar Cody to cover 11 this time. 31-yard line. Devin Chapman. All right, Cody is going to be covering the big 6'3", number 11. Quarterback's back in. They got injured. He takes the hot. Nope, that's, you know, that's the difference. Though. They have to throw it out to big 11, and he tries to make a play. Almost a nice catch by 11, yeah, but he goes incomplete. Turnover on downs. I mean, that was almost a nice play by the big man. Yeah, nine was not back in there either. Three was still in, so I don't know if – and if, if it's if, – if you go into concussion protocol, you don't have the authority to go back in the game. They're, they're going to pull you, and if – yeah, he's he's over there still in the tent. If they think if they think there's a possibility of a head injury, you're not coming back in the game. So that'll be a really tough that'll be a really really tough loss for Buckhorn the remainder of this game. All right, so Fort, Fort Payne now with four receivers, two on each side. They put a man in motion from right to left. They're going to turn hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock coming around the left side this time. First time we've seen that. They stop him after about a two yard gain. They've been trying to run up the middle. That time they try to get him around the outside. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it looked like there was trying of a of a hook block on this side by uh, Blake Griggs. May have got a little hold in, away with a hold there. But you know what, we haven't run in the ninth game. We haven't run any wide receiver screens. Yeah, you're right. You know, going ahead and getting that ball out there. All right, 14-13, seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne stop, holds Buckhorn on their first drive. Now their first. Now Fort Payne's first drive of the second half. They find the ball second and eight from their own 34-yard line. Barnador takes the handoff. He's going to keep it himself. He comes around left side, and he's going to go out of bounds at about the 40-yard line. Nice pickup. That's going to be about a yard short of the first down. It's going to be third mm. and one for the Wildcats. It's even closer than that. Coach Elmore's pleading for a little bit extra yardage on that. He's saying, like, they'll give it to me. Come on, guys. That's our sideline. Uh, looking at the sticks, it may be about a foot. Full paint going big package here. Looks to be third and foot. Have we, have we ever thrown out of the big package? Tell you it what, just, that'd it be just, a fun one. No, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Up power football. In the three years that I've covered Fort Payne football, I don't think we've thrown out of this package yet. I may be wrong, but all right, we got third to foot. Fort Payne hurries to the line. Varnador under center, and looks like uh, Buckhorn's going to call timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. So it's 6:42 to go in the third. Fort Payne trailing Buckhorn, 14-13. We'll be back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. 
we offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! We're back in the Wildcat Stadium where we hear Brian put on his ears. <laughs> Sorry, Holly. <laughs> All right, it's third and a foot. Fort I'm, Payne. Drawing, I'm drawing up plays over here with Chris. Fort Payne has a power package in. Varnador will be under center as it's third and a foot from their own 40-yard line. He turns, hands it off, yeah. and he's going, looks like, push forward. He will for the cab. Fix it first down. Four momentum will get him to the 42 and a first down. Get, them yeah. beef, they get that beef in there. Yeah, I really would design something like you just said, something slick coming out of that formation. Yeah, it'd be neat to see Skyler Cody in that backfield and just slide him out into the into a little wheel route off of that. All right, first and 10 from the 42. Fort Payne with four wides, four far, three far side, one near. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. He's in the shotgun. He gets a signal from Coach. He takes snap. He's looking to throw. He throws quickly out to this mm. side, and Fowler just out of Fowler's hand. The ball mm. goes incomplete. It'll be second and ten. Yeah, Nolan catches those. Yeah, and his defender had fallen down, so yeah. it would have been contested. I think he was ready to turn it up. If he could have towed that line, he the, the defender had fallen down. He'd had some grass in front of him. All right, second ten. We gotta get a little. Gotta get in front of sticks. Six twelve to go here in the third. Fort Payne trailing Buckhorn 14-13. Winner of this game will more than likely be able to host host the first a first round playoff game, and that she tends to be a better matchup than not hosting. Yes. Arndor takes snap. He's going to have Blaylock. Blaylock finds a hole. He's at the 45, and he's tackled down at the 46 yard line. It's going to be second and six. I mean third and six. That closed as fast as it opened, didn't it? Sure did. It looked like he had some running room there, and then all of a sudden he didn't. All right, third and six for the Fort Payne Wildcats from their own 46-yard line. 5.53 to go in the third. Fort Payne trailing buck on 14-13. They need to keep this drive going. Yes. Uh, we're, I think we're going to have to worry about the Gasson City League game. Gasson City is up at the half, 28 to nothing. All right, we got two running backs on either side of Varnador. Varnador on the shotgun. He's going to throw. He's going to throw it out right side. And that's way over the top of uh, Brandon Oliver. Yeah. So pass goes incomplete. So it's fourth down and long. I think Dax saw that defender and, and had to adjust the pass and just kind of threw that one away. Keep from putting it in traffic. So four pain will punt. Buckhorns will send their receiver back to their own 15-yard line. We'll see if we can get off a good one here. Aiden Chambers is your punter for four pain. I've seen him have some nice spirals, but I hadn't yeah, seen those lately. I'd love him to flip this field real good. All right, there's a snap. Kick is away. That was a nice is. spiral. He's going to catch it right at the 12-yard line, trying to go up the middle. He's got room. Breaks out left side. He gets around four paint defenders, Ooh. and he gets crushed by number 22. That's Carter Blaylock. Carter Blaylock, I mean 23. You know, the, the offensive guys like to return it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> he did there. 
All right, some decent field position for the Bucks again as they'll start on their own 29-yard line. First and 10 with 5.15 to go into third, leading Fort Payne 14-13. Uh, they do still have the backup quarterback in, is that correct? Yeah. And he's got number two, the big running back in there beside him. They got three wides, two far side, one near. He's going to take, put it in his basket, and he gets through the middle. That that middle hole is open. Yeah, up. Four Payne's going to have to stop that. They're going to have to force uh, the backup quarterback to make some throws here. Well, that looks like a six-yard gain. That's going to bring up second and four for Buckhorn. I wouldn't. So I, would, I would be surprised if they they don't go to a lot of that here. They're yeah, leading. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to run. I mean, until four. They're not going to be able to run the rest of the clock out. But all right, three wides for the Buckhorn Bucks. Two near side, one far. Quarterbacks in the shotgun. Again, turns, hands it to his running back, and nice he's hit play. right at the line of scrimmage. It looks like Tyler Wooten again. It was. They will give him a half a yard for forward progress, so it's going to be third and four still. Tyler having a career night tonight. I don't know how many tackles, but that's at least five times we've called his name. All right, third and a short four. Buckhorn comes at the line quickly. They got four receivers now in a stack like Fort Payne. Nobody's out there on their second one, though, Brian. Uh, they're going to rely on help from Luke Patton over the top, I think. Yeah. Connor should take anything short, and then and then Dubose is apexing right there, so he'll help out on the inside stuff. All right, they got a double stack on each side. DeBose goes out there to help him. They throw it inside to number 11. He makes the catch. Four Payne tackles him all the way mm. across his midfield to the Four Payne 45. Yeah. First down. Got to close on that. All right, first and 10 for the Buckhorn Bucks at the Fort Payne 45-yard line. They lead 14-13 with 3.45 to go in the third. Yeah, Fort Payne's going to have to um, go back to what they did early in the in the first half and get stops. Offense is going to be able to move the ball, can move the ball on this defense, but we got to get some stops here now. All right, second string quarterback goes in after the first one got hurt last series. They give it off to number two. He's hit quickly, but not before he gets two yards. It'll be second down and eight for the Bucks. Yeah, Fort Payne's going to have to use their linebackers in to stop the run with uh, Landrum, which exposes that middle a little bit but they're going to have to make that stop first and then defend. They really don't throw to any other receiver. I threw a little bit to 13 once, I think. They don't throw to 48. They don't throw to 83. It's 11. They don't throw to 88. I haven't seen any of those guys get touches. It's 2, 19, and 19 hadn't been in since he got his knee hurt after spelling uh, Landrum earlier. All right, two receivers, two wingbacks now for Buckhorn. They're going to hand it off at the middle. He finds a hole, but after he picks up two more yards, it'll be, it looks like, third and four for the Bucks. Yeah, I think they're, they're probably going to rely on two and 11 the rest of the way if Fort Payne can key on those guys. I'm not sure that they're going to throw or give the ball to anybody else. It's going to be third and a short five. The ball is on the Fort Payne 40-yard line. 2.25 to go in the third quarter. Buckhorn leading 14-13. They got to get just on the Buckhorn side of the 35. So, like I said, a short five. Big two. stop right here, Fort Payne. And two receivers, two running backs in the backfield with the quarterback. They put a man in motion. They hand it number two. He follows his blockers, and he's going to score through for a first down. That's going to pick up another one. It'll, they'll move the ball to the 33-yard line. It'll be first and 10, Buckhorn. 
Yeah, this the, now we're, we're, we're running into the game of it's going. Now they got another running back coming in. Two's it. I don't see how they're going to cover it. Give him that many carries the rest of the way. 32's now in Israel Cooper running back. He's a freshman, but they're going to give him to him. It's first and 10. The ball's on the Fort Payne 34-yard line. Minute 38 to go in the third. 14-13 lead for the Bucks. Turn, they hand it off to the new running back. He comes in, Fort Payne hits him right there, and he's dropped for no gain. It'll be second and 10. Yeah, the, uh, we're, we're running into the uh, Buckhorns offense as a two-trick pony. They got the, they're gonna give it to the running back, they're gonna throw it to 11. Yep, That's get, all they're doing right now. They're gonna get to running back up the middle and throw it to 11 on slants. Second down and 10, minute 10 to go here in the third. Fort Payne trailing 14-13, still plenty of time, no time to worry. Yeah. Fort Payne's got plenty that they can do. They've moved the ball, shown that they can move the ball. All right, Buckhorn comes up the line. They got four receivers now, two on each side, one running back back with the quarterback in the backfield. They're going to turn, hand the ball to him. Fort Payne meets him. He's dropped for about a three-yard loss. It'll be third and 13. <clears throat> That's where on that give, you've got to have what, what Buckhorn – well, they showed it one time on that third down with the running back with the quarterback earlier where he kept it, if he keeps it there, Lucas Talent drives down so hard to make that play, following that tackle and guard that are pulling. That quarterback pulls, I don't know who's gonna be scraping on that backside to help, but, and they may be looking at that right now as a play because right now, Buckhorn is doing literally two things, throwing to 11 and running to the running back. Whoever that running back is. 11's on the far side, they're looking his way, quarterback. Been hit as he throws. This is going to be out of bounds, so it's going to be fourth down and 13. If he was hit as he threw. And that, and that was a route with both the running back and 11 in the same route tree. Let's we'll see if Buckhorn actually punts or they try to go for it. No, they yeah, – You would think punt with fourth and 13. Their defense is playing well enough right now that they need to play field position. And that's what they're going to do is they bring in the punting team, what we think is the punting team. <clears throat> Fort Payne's not going to put anybody back. Yes, sir, watching out for the fake. Snap it over his head. Austin Callahan, Austin Callahan back to punt for Buckhorn. It's kind of a weird stance for a punter. Yeah. He just sees the punt, and he kicks that low line drive, and that's going to take a Buckhorn bounce. They're going to let it bounce. It's going to go to the five-yard line. That's yeah. where Payne will start, first and ten from their own five. Right before the third quarter ends. It's point three seconds left, <laughs> so Fort Payne have to run a play. Right here as we end the third quarter, trailing 14-13. What looked like Fort Payne doing pretty well in the first half. Mm -hmm. Buckhorn caught up quick, and it's been nobody's been able to move it here in the third quarter. Barnador is in the shotgun. He's got four receivers. Blaylock is his running back to his left. He's going to take it, hand off to Blaylock as the time expires, and he's hit right at the line of scrimmage, and he gets maybe half a yard, so it's going to be second down and nine and a half when we come back from the break. So as the third quarter expires, it's 14-13 Buckhorn. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. 
Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get All right, we are back here at Wildcat Stadium in the last region game of the year for Fort Payne as they are taking on the Buckhorn Bucks. They find themselves down a point, 14 to 13, as we get ready to start the fourth and what could be an exciting finish as Fort Payne needing to win this one to possibly host a playoff game. Gaston City is doing their job right now to help them out as they lead Lee 28 to nothing at the half was the last score I got. And I, still, I got 28 in the third quarter. Fife leading Pisgah 40 to 28 in the third quarter. Fort Payne and Gaston City needing to win for Fort Payne to host the first round playoff game. If not, they'll be the fourth seed and have to travel. They will be in the playoffs. Yeah. You'd rather be at home that first one. Like you said, that's a better matchup. All right, Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Drop by to see specials. Dan and Maria running on Benchmade Knives, Jewelry and Instruments and Sound Equipment. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Go by and see them as on Thursdays, they're open till 8 p.m. I think that's all the way to Christmas, I believe. I've been hearing that commercial running. All, all of downtown Fort Payne's open till 8 o'clock. All right, here we go as we get ready to start the fourth. Fort Payne deep in their own territory as it is second and a flag, second and nine from their own six-yard line, but the flag's thrown. Buckhorn's got 12 on the field. One, two, three. You can do the math. That's uh, a great defense if you can get away with it. It is, man. The old 12-man D. <laughs> All right, that'll give Fort Payne five yards. That'll make it second and four. That's a whole lot better, isn't it? Yes, definitely better. <laughs> All right, Blaylock is in the backfield with Varnador. Four receivers, three on this side, one far side. Fort Payne moving from our left to our right. Varnador takes the ball. He's looking to throw. Comes across the middle to Fowler. Fowler again fumbles the ball, almost Man. had it intercepted. Yeah. Nolan's struggling catching the ball tonight. He was, he was open. <clears throat> All right, third and four for the Wildcats. <clears throat> Hadn't seen his Cody in. We hadn't seen Cody. No, he, he hasn't been he, in as much. Yeah, he's, he's up there now. He's over there on the far side. He's the lone receiver on the far side. Of course, they've got a safety over there to help out. All right, third and four. Barnador looking to throw. He's going to throw to Cody. Cody's got a step, and Cody can't quite get to it. Oh, my word. Fourth down for four Payne. Had it. It was there. It was there. If he hits him in stride, that's a touchdown. So Fort Payne will have to punt here as we start the fourth. Trailing Buckhorn 14-13 as they get unable to move. Yeah, Dak's still, still having to pay attention to what's going on in front of him. Sliding a little bit to position himself to throw. Buckhorn's a defensive line and linebackers in the backfield more than they need to be. All right, Fort Payne in punting formation. <clears throat> Here's the kick. It's away, nice kick. It's going to be received at the 49-yard line of Four Payne. He's trying to find some room. Four Payne has tacklers there, and they tackle him at the 44-yard line. Great field position for Buckhorn as they start first and 10 from the Fort Payne, 44. Buckhorn's got a Another defender down. down. Now, that's one of their best linebackers, too. Now he got the breath knocked out of him. Yeah, I think that's what the guy was down here before we went to uh, 
into the quarter. I think he had his breath knocked out. We'll stay here with it. Now it looks like a cramp. They're stretching out his calf. All right, so what floor pain need to do, Brian? We've got 11.41 to go. Well, we got to, I mean, they are uh, offensively, there's plays there. The guys are open. Uh, Dax needs time to throw. Um, if he can hit guys in stride, we, we, guys are getting open. So we're making plays. Only down one, although it does feel feel worse than that based on how the game started and then what's happened up till now. Uh, Buckhorn has, has got very little that they, I mean, they don't have a lot of offense right now, although they're moving the ball. It is it is running back and wide receiver. If Fort Payne had, just hadn't put things together. Right. All right, Buckhorn with three receivers near side. That's it. They're going to hand it off to number two. He's trying to bounce out. Fort Payne's there, and they drop him. So he gets back to the line of scrimmage great for job. no game. Lucas, Lucas Talent there again. Lucas Talent and Tyler Wooten having a great night. All right, it'll be second and 10 from the Fort Payne 45-yard line. Uh, maybe a half-yard gain. They're going to mark it between the 45 and 44. 11.20 to go in this one. Fort Payne trailing 14-13, needing a win tonight. Gaston City's doing their job on, the, on yeah. our end. It'll be interesting how long Buckhorn sticks with this. They're going to have to either pull and let the, the quarterback run, or they're going to throw to somebody else. All right, they're going to hand up. Oh, fake the handoff. Ball's on the ground, and the quarterback wow. gets it. Wow. Wow. It looks like Fort Payne came up with it on the exchange. Describe wow. that one. Well, they, they look like they're running a sweep. They've, got, they've run everything off tackle or, or inside the tackles. The entire nine. That time they were running a sweep play. It's the same play that the quarterback they called an incomplete pass earlier because he tossed it to the guy. I think it was the same play or something similar to that. And um, and this time, uh, quarterback thought the running back was getting it. The running back thought the quarterback was keeping it. And the ball ends up on the ground. Tyler Wooten comes out of it with a fumble. So four painting great field position now. So <laughs> asking me what we need to do. That right there. That's perfect. That's it. Well, Coach, they just dial that play up. Coach Elmore has got the team huddled up. Looks like they're calling some uh, a special play, possibly. They got the ball now on their own 48-yard line, almost midfield after that turnover. They trail 14-13. Fort Payne going into a short yardage package with two wide receivers. This is very interesting. They don't have this package. Uh, that Okay. All right, Barnador is your quarterback. I'm not going to describe the setup. They're going to fake the handoff. He's looking to throw. He's going to hit throw for Cody again. Cody with the step this time. Cody reaches out, makes the catch, all the way down to the 17-yard line. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, what has Kyler got, about three catches for 150 yards, something like that? All right, so that gets us a DeKalb fix of first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Again, I like Pat. this look. I like that Fort Payne does not have, has not shown this formation that I'm aware of all year. Just two wide receivers, and they got a lot of beef inside, so you've got the best of both worlds with meat inside and, and quickness and speed on the outside. Varnador takes a snap. He turns and hands it off. Hands it off to Bennett Blank. Bennett Blank's trying to go around outside, and he's tackled down to the seven-yard line. Saddle set up second and about six or five. No, second and five for Fort Payne. Ten minutes to go. Fort Payne trailing 14-13. Is they're now in field goal position, Brian? Yep. All right, let's see what they do. They they still got the heavies in, but are they going to be slick? Pulled, I think they pulled the receivers out. Now they're going straight T package here. All right, Dubose, Dubose, Tinker, and Blanks are your three backs behind Varnador, who's under center now. Varnador 
Takes a snap, turns, hands it to DeBose. DeBose trying to find a hole. He hits a few defensive linemen and nothing's there. He does gain two yards on the play. It'll be third and three. I don't know, Moran. It's it's so predictable. I mean, the, the old pull a play action, man. Pull that out, and somebody's coming over this way, screaming. I'm sure that's me. in this package. It's I mean, like that, Coach that, Elmore's going to call a timeout to try to talk about this. He is going to call a timeout. So with 9.17 to go, Fort Payne trailing 14-13. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Back to Wildcat Stadium where Fort Payne with their big catch by Skylar Cody finds itself in scoring field or in inside their offer red zone. They're on the Buckhorn seven yard line, third and four. As they've taken out the big package, Brian, they've done they've gone trips near side. Yeah, this is a real tight wide receiver package here. They put Briggs in, they're gonna throw it out to DeBose. DeBose mm. can't hold the throw, my goodness. Where's my hair? I'm pulling it out. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's some defenders out there, too, for Caden, and I'm not sure that, that it was going to be a clean play anyway, but Fort Payne has an opportunity right now to go up on, on top now. They came with the field with the uh, drive outdoor field goal attempt. As this looks to be a, where's the ball at? A 24-yard field goal attempt. 9.13 to go as the Buckhorn Band plays as we're starting to snap the ball. There's a snap, holds down, kick is up, and it is good. So your four paint Wildcats take the lead back to 16 to 14 now, Brian, with 9-10 to go. Yep, really good job there. I mean, they did what they needed to do, got the fumble recovery, got the ball down there with the Skylar Cody pass. Tried to punch it in with some with some heavy stuff, but uh, ultimately uh, regained the lead, which is, is important at this stage of the game. And uh, hopefully we can maintain some momentum defensively. Buckhorn missing missing a lot of uh, key ingredients there to there. All right, second uh, 9-10 to go here in the game. Fort Payne takes back the lead. I'm now looking for my pullover, Holly and Brian, as it has turned a little, <laughs> little, a little chilly, outside. A little chilly, a little chilly. So you, you call this one as I take my headphones off, put my jacket on. All right, so Hayden Chambers back at 40-yard line to kick off. Buckhorn has three return men back. Two on the 10-yard line, one in the middle on the five. So lining up, and here we go. Teeing it up. We've got nine minutes, 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And here's the kick. Looks like it's not going to quite reach the end zone down to the four-yard line. Return man runs up to 10, 15, 20. Breaks through a couple of tackles. He's still breaking through tackles. Down to about the 30-yard line. All right, and that's where Buckhorn will start uh, this series on from first and 10 from their own 30. All right, now I feel a little bit better, a little bit warmer. The, the, wind, the wind started to blow in the booth here. <laughs> Just a little bit. We can stop that and shut that door. 
at least keep the flow coming. That's fine. It makes it feel like football season to fall, so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, nine minutes to go. Fort Payne now takes the lead, 16 to 14 over the Bucks of Buckhorn in the fight to host a first-round playoff game. Buckhorn in with their second-string quarterback in. They hand it off to big number two. He's trying to find somewhere to go. He's tackled after three yards. He'll be second down and seven. You have to know that certainly Buckhorn can see that they're giving Fort Payne the keys of just key in on two and 11. Three's not a threat to run and They haven't thrown to anybody else. All right, they gave him just two yards, so it's going to be second and eight. I mean, sorry, they gave him three yards. Let's say in second and seven. 8.34 to go. Buckhorn gets their signals from their coach. I guess, uh, I guess you're right. They're going to hold that uh, quarterback out, I guess, after that injury. So second string quarterback's in for Buckhorn. He's got three receivers, but he's going to turn the hand, fake the handoff. They're going to throw it deep to number 11. It oh, almost makes play. the catch. Really, really good play, Connor Kinsley. Perfectly timed. That pass was really well thrown, and uh, 11 had a chance to make the play, and, tie, and uh, Connor did an excellent job covering that up. And let's be honest, folks, the back, I mean, they haven't skipped a beat with their quarterback. Now, he's throwing the ball pretty well. And he's put it where the four pain defenders can't get it, especially for that 6'3", number 11. How, how big is it? you have the weight on that dude? Uh, 190. I think he was 190. So he's 6'3", 190. Man, that's, that's college material right No, 175, 175, excuse me. All right, that brings up third and seven, 8.17 to go. Fort Payne leading 16-14. Buckhorn with the ball from their own 33. Quarterback takes a snap. He rolls out right. He's got room to run. Fort Payne there. Hits him hard out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Guess who? That's, that's Tyler Wooten. Tyler Wooten. Tyler Wooten. Put a stiff, put a nice shoulder into him. It'll be fourth down and five. That'll force Buckhorn in the punting situation, Brian. Yeah, I think they've got to. You can't go for this. Ooh. You gotta, you gotta drop back and. All right, that'll put Brandon Oliver, one of the top returners in the state, back at his own 30-yard line. And the West End, the flag is thrown before the ball is snapped. Oh no! Does Fort Payne have 12 out there? They ran a bunch of kids on and back on. If so, that's gonna give uh, Buckhorn a first down. If yep, they've got nine. 12. Good night. That gives Buckhorn a first down. My gracious. Oh, my word. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Oh. <clears throat> well, folks, that's one of those things that could have a, an effect on the game. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you think? You think? Good man. Yeah, that's, that's one of those that just, that's a, that's a frustrating penalty. That's going to bring up first and 10 now for Buckhorn from their own 41 as they get the ball back after the Fort Payne penalty with illegal substitution. Mm. All right, so Fort Payne stands trying to trying to cheer on their defense. They put a, Buckhorn puts a man in motion. The quarterback's going to flip it to him as we call that a pass. He's going to get out left side. He's got a block. He's at the 50. He turns the corner. He's at the 45. He gets down to the 41-yard line, picks up a first down. That's going to be first and 10 for Buckhorn for now from the Fort Payne 41 as they've crossed midfield. Boy, that's a demoralizer. Mm, that's really tough. All right, first and 10 for Buckhorn. They have their second string quarterback in. Like we said, he hadn't skipped a beat so far. Big number 11's over there on the far side. They got two receivers near side, two receivers far side. 
They put a man in motion again. They flip it out to him. He tries to go right side. Fort Payne's there. They're chasing him over the right side. He tries to lean in. They tackle him after about a five-yard loss. Good play by Mason Chandler there. Pursued. We had a lot of guys. Lucas Talent, Fort Payne did a great job stretching that out. So that'll bring up second and 14 from the 40, Fort Payne 45-yard line. I think Buckhorn won the won the horse collar or something as the Fort Payne yeah, tackler. It's the same it tackle. It's the same tackle this guy made on um, Brandon Oliver on the kick return. Mm -hmm. Not not really as bad as that was. All right, second and 14, 7:15 to go. Four, 16 to 14 lead for the Wildcats. Again, man in motion. They're going quarterback's going to keep it. He's going to try to go right side. He's brought down from behind. He gains maybe a high yard. He will. They'll be third and 13 now, Brian. Yeah, well, that's the that's the play we talked about. The, you have something off of that give that's backside, and that was Lucas Talent and, and, and Tyler Wooten there making the play. 42 looks like he's hobbling a little bit. Who is that for us? Lucas Talent. Lucas Talent. He's got a little limp there in the middle. All right, third and four. They're going to say third and 14 now. Big down for the Wildcats. Ball is on the Wildcats, 45. If they can hold here, they can probably get a punt situation for Buckhorn. Quarterback takes the ball. He's looking to throw. Fort Payne There's rushes. They throw it to Big 11 on the screen. Fort Payne there. There you go. And they drop him for a one-yard loss. It'll be fourth and 15. It's Caden Kilgore there dropping back, reading the screen. A lot of times if a defensive lineman feels that pressure release so quick, then they redirect back, and they're taught to redirect back and, and, and go attack the uh, – Go attack the ball. Well, with it being fourth and 15, I don't think Fort Payne can get a penalty unless they, let's say, personal foul right here to get a first down. So six minutes to go, Fort Payne leading 16-14. They're going to get the ball back. Brandon Oliver is back at his 12-yard line. Buckhorn ready to snap. Oh, they're oh, faking they're, it. They're faking it. Oh, Fort, Fort Payne's Payne there, it. and they're ready. He's down, and they're off at the Buckhorn 48-yard line. <laughs> Guess who? <laughs> Guess who? Tyler Wooten again. I'm feeling player of the week for Tyler Wooten. Well, he just got it. Like he just got player of the week. I don't know if it was this week or last week, but, buddy, I'm going to tell you what. That cat has, has been all over the field tonight. All right, so Fort Payne will get the ball in wow. Buckhorn territory. They're on 49-yard line, Brian. But, I, you know, I, I don't really fault Buckhorn. Uh, they're trying to make something happen. And, um, and, that, and that was a long way away. It was. It was 13 yards. But if you get it, you look like a genius. All right, Varnador is going to take his own number, and he's going to be sacked as he tried to get around the right side. He's going to lose three yards. It's going to be second and 13 on that play. That went nowhere. Yeah, Quick. eight's down again. He's cramping again. He's cramping. You look at his foot. Look at it. I say look at it. Y'all can't see it. <laughs> he's trying to shake that cramp out, buddy. It is. It's tightening up. And that, that hurts. All right, we'll stay here with it. Let's look up uh, any scores, Brian. Let me just, you know, okay. Let's go with some scores right now. Let's see what we got. We'll give you all some updates. Uh, from what I got, let's see. Geraldine and Piedmont in a close game, 28-21. Pisgah and Fife, 48-28 Fife by 20 in the fourth quarter. Over Pisgah? Over Pisgah. Oh, wow. They pulled away there. Yep. Yeah, Gadsden City. Well, I'm still showing halftime on the Gadsden City score. Are you still showing that? No, I'm showing 35 to nothing in the third. Okay. Sylvania and Hoax Bluff, 28-21. Close game there in the fourth. Cherokee County's up 28 to nothing on Etowah. Yeah, Sylvania over Hoax Bluff. Is that what I said? Miss Holly is calling my announcing into question. 
<laughs> she doubts you. All right, it is second and 13 for the Wildcats after that sack on Varnador. He's got three receivers, two running backs in the backfield with him. Varnador looking to throw again. The running backs go out. He has a man across the middle. Oh, and just again out of his arms. Incomplete. That's going to bring up third and 13 for the Wildcats. Wow, boy. Scholars. That's a touchdown. That is a touchdown if he gets that completion. Just a little seam route. Scholars wide open. Just a little bit hot on it. All right, Ooh. third and long 13. That's probably going to send Buckhorn in a blitzing package right here, and this is always mm. tough for Fort Payne. Wouldn't mind seeing a little screen action right here, yeah, bro. They're going to they're gonna drop, it looks like. I don't think they're stunting anybody. Third and 13, 5.18 to go. Fort Payne leading 16-14. They blitz. Varnador's going to call his own number. He tries to get around. He does. He's got room. He's at the 40. He's got to turn it up. Oh, he I does. Think he got he it. gets to the cap, fix it, first down. <laughs> Unbelievable run by Dax there. I, I'm pretty sure that was a design quarterback draw, or probably – just knowing Coach Elmore's relationship with Dax probably gave Dax the the freedom to look at that and go, yeah, if you got it, go. If if not, then we got this route tree behind it. But otherwise, if you see it, go. I tell you what, saw it. watching Dax this year, I've always thought he had a, had a little bit of speed. But that play, I'm like, man, you got to go. I'm like, somebody felt a lot of fire in him. You, yeah, you yeah. Do he's, he, he doesn't run the ball a lot, but but he is a good running back, and uh, he he can he can take the ball and tote it if he has to. All right, four receivers, three far side, one near. I can't see. I think that's Dubose in the backfield. It is. He hands off to Dubose. Dubose up the middle. He picks up about six yards. It'll be second and four for the Wildcats. Yeah, I, I think I think you're likely to see Fort Payne try to stay real run heavy right now. And if nothing else, just bleed some time off this clock. Try to get some first downs. They're certainly going to – I don't think they're not going to throw, but. As Brian saying, bleed the clock. It's now 420 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Fort Payne leading 16-14. They're now midway into Buckhorn territory. And, yeah, we're, we're running play clock now, Brian. Yeah, he's, he's – he's, Coach Elmore's taking his time to get the play called. They're going to say second and five from the Buckhorn 32 as bands trade playing neck tonight. <laughs> Rotating. Yes. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let him get lined up. All right, double stack. High oh, snap Lordy. over Varnador's head. He gets it. He's got plenty of time to throw it. He's going to throw it out of bounds. Smart really? move by Varnador. I think we were moving there. But yeah, if, they, if they take the penalty, then they're going to they're gonna give us another play. Yeah, there's flag on the play, so let's see if Buckhorn takes it. If they take it, it'll be second and ten. If they don't take it, it'll be third and five. Buckhorn's got a lot of cramps going tonight. Fort Payne. What happened was the stack receivers didn't get set, or at least the officials said they didn't get set before they snapped the ball. So we'll see if uh, Buckhorn's going to take this penalty or not. He's going to decline it. That's going to bring up third and five, Brian. No, they're taking it. Uh, no, he said he's declined. Okay. The official was marking it, but the – Yeah, I saw the coach do this. The official thought he'd just take it and started yeah. marching in it. All right, 3.48 to go. Fort Payne with the ball. Sixth with a 16-14 lead. They had the ball in the 32. It is third and five. Yeah, this interesting set of circumstances here. Just, we look at running it two times to try to get a first down. DeBose is in the backfield of Arnador. A double stack. Looks like uh, they're going to they're fake it. They're going to get it over to Brandon Oliver. I mean, uh, yeah, Brandon yeah. Oliver. He goes nowhere. So it'll be third and five as he just gets back to the line of scrimmage from the 32. Oh, actually, it's going to be fourth and five. Mm, what do you do here with 3.30 to go? A field goal will put you 19. Uh, it's not going to yeah, put you a, a touchdown ahead. Right? I guess you go for it here, I guess. 
Because, well, if they kick a field goal, they win the game. Yeah. But we're not, we're not going to shoot for those points. We're going to go for it here with fourth and five. Yeah, four playing with four receivers. It's be interesting. DeBose flanks Varnador to his left. Look for Buckhorn to try to, uh, they may be trying to draw him off right here. They put Oliver in motion. They're going to fake the handoff. Varnador is going to throw across the middle. Oh, oh my goodness. Out of the mm. hands of the four pain defender, incomplete. Mm. That'll be a turnover on downs for the Bucks. Well, mm. It's there. Just a, a, a few touches there that are just so close. All right, three minutes to go. This probably will be the last drive of the game. We'll see if Fort Payne's offense can stiffen. That'll be a decision we'll wonder if we'll go back to. Fort Payne had fourth and five from the 32. Well, it's a good play call. I, you're, you're really, you're close to the edge of Connor Hughes' range. Um, All right, you gotta watch the number 11 matchup here as they got three wides. Fort Payne should be stacking. That'd be cheating. I'll be cheating uh, Luke that, that direction. They got DeBose on 11. They put a man in motion. Quarterback looking to throw. He's going to throw to the running back. And Fort Payne, oh, he just pushed off. I mean, he's going to tackle him. But they'll give him forward progress. He'll just lose one yard. That's a, their screens have, have lacked some some uh, game planning there. There was nobody accounting for Caden Dubose out there. who. All right, that'll set up second and 11 with 2.35 to go. Fort Payne leading by two, 16 to 14. A field goal from Buckhorn would win it. Fort Payne really need to stiffen we, up here. We don't speak of those things, Chris. The things we don't speak of. That's right, those of which we do not speak. All right, quarterback's going to run out to the left. He's looking to throw. He's throwing it here and throws it way out front of his yeah. receiver. It's going to be third and 11. That, that, was same, that was that same pass, almost in the same position of the field that Caden let the guy get behind him last time. He was there again, and then backup quarterback just can't get it there. So no. Buckhorn's really kind of hamstrung right now yeah, I would without say their starting quarterback in. Definitely in Fort Payne's favor with the backup because he's not having as many throws. He's a little rusty, or that timing, excuse me, not, th not throws, but just timing, you know, timing yeah. your receivers. Well, there's one that's, uh, one that's deadly. That's number 11. I know he wants it right here. So y'all be, Fort Payne needs to have a swivel on number 11. Yeah. Double team him, whatever you got to do. All right, they do hand it off to running back this side. He's trying to get through. Fort Payne drops him after he picks up about six yards. It's going to be fourth and five or fourth and six. Fourth and five. Yeah, big play here. Is Buckhorn will be forced to go for it with two minutes left. All right, yeah, Fort Payne fans on their feet. Four receivers for Buckhorn. Play. Big play here, Chris. Quarterback's going to roll out to the right. Fort oh, Payne's oh. there. He gets loose. Looking for somebody to throw. He throws it downfield. Has a man. Oh. And it's incomplete. Fort Payne will get the ball, turnover on down. Oh, that scared me to death, Chris. He got that last little leak there to throw it, and I, I think 11 had it in his hands. I think he did too. And uh, just dropped it. But uh, either way, big play. Buckhorn has, they still have two timeouts. They might could stop the clock enough to get the ball back for a few seconds. I don't know how the timing works out on that, but either way, big you know, play by Fort Payne defense there. I'm, I am... I'm Steve Spurry at heart. I don't care what time it is. I'm going for the zone, dude. I'm, I'm going Cody on that on that post route. Y'all think Trying I'm to about score. to run it? I'm about to sling it. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got too much Steve Spurry. There you go. All right, we'll see what Fort Payne does. Look for them to run the clock right here. Yeah, they're going mountain music. They're going short yardage here, so they're minute. just going to try to grind out this minute and a half, minute 45. Leading 16-14. 
Barnador turns and gives it to. Uh, uh oh, there he goes. Blanks, Blanks gets loose on the right side. He's at 20, the 15. Got a man to beat. 10, 5. He's down at the three yard line. First down for Payne. That was nice. <laughs> or you could just do that. So much for me being Steve Spurrier. <laughs> All right, Fort Payne with the cab fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone on a nice run by Bennett Blanks around the right side. And then you get the famous fan in the stand says, well, I've been running that all night. <laughs> Heck, that was their coach. That was their coach. We're going to hear that this week, aren't we? <laughs> I'm going I'm to ask him in the interview, why don't you just run that Bennett Bank Blanks play the whole night? Around the edge. It's just wide open. All right, that's a minute 22 and counting after that big gain. Fort Payne in great position. It is first and goal from the Buckhorn three-yard line. Five seconds to go on the play clock, though. They got to get set quick. And they're going to kneel on it. I would, I would expect, yeah, they're going to call timeout. So Fort Payne's going to have to probably try to score here. That's interesting. So Fort Payne kneeled on the ball. They'll stop the clock after the timeout with a minute left. We'll take a timeout with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. here in Wildcat Stadium where you're Fort Payne Wildcats trying to hang on to a 16-14 lead. What you don't want to have here, Brian, is the old fumble ruski and they get the ball and go all the way 90-something yards. Hey, why do you say stuff like that? Man, because I've seen it. All right, Fort Payne in the big package. Barnador under center. He's going to turn, hand off to Bennett Blanks. Bennett Blanks pulled down by a shoulder pad, which is legal. He dropped, he's dropped for about a yard loss. He'll set up. And that guy's cramping. Bennett <laughs> That'll set up second and no third and goal from the seven. They didn't call timeout then. 50 seconds left. They hadn't called timeout. Fort Payne's walking back over here. Now they call timeout. And their coach is losing his. Oh, boy. He, oh, wow. Well, now he lost it. Now, oh, there goes the headset and the play call is up. My now, goodness. that. Uh, let's stay here with us as we describe the action. Yeah, I, I, that. I think you wanted if to that's time an unsportsman like that's going to be first and an automatic first down. That's the ball game. Yeah, uh, their coach has lost it. I think he was trying to call a timeout. Or I don't know what he's doing. He's still he's still yelling at him. He's about at the left hash mark from there, the nearest hash mark. He yeah, got so mad he threw his headset and clipboard. He's demanded to talk to somebody. And the line judge gets the honor of going over there and talking to him. And he is giving him the what to. All right, so let's set to let's set what's going on, folks. It's forty-eight well, seconds this, left. Yeah, if, if if this is a penalty on their coach, unsportsmanlike, that's going to be an automatic first down. That's ball game. Forty-eight seconds left in the game. Fort Payne has the ball, third and goal from the six. They lead sixteen to fourteen. Buckhorn has just got a penalty on their sideline, or mainly their head coach, as he is losing Boy, his he, shirt. Yeah, he he. Somebody's going to have to fix that headset. He is flat out. I tell he you is, what, he is demanding to see White Hat. Whitehead ain't giving him a... And the line judge says he wants to talk to you over here, and he's like, what does he want to talk to me about? I ain't going over there. He's motion. He wants him to come over. He's not looking. 
He's still standing about the hash. White hat is not going to look at him. He's going to go pick up the flag. Let's see what the results are. They never never reverse a call. Let's, let's see what the call no, is. No, it's going to be it's going to stand, and that's going to be an automatic first down. Unless there's something we don't know, but he's describing something. It doesn't look like it's unsportsmanlike against Buckhorn. Now he's going to go talk to him. And uh, the referee is saying, uh, you better hold yourself. This should get interesting. You got your binoculars out? Uh, I got them over here if you want to watch them. <laughs> Minute left. They put some more time on the clock after that call. Brian is watching the exchange between White Hat and the Buckhorn coach who has lost it after that. Third and three now after the penalty. So Fort Payne is third and three. They'll probably just kneel on it. Well, they got a minute, minute left. Would you try? What are you trying to do here? You score with a minute left, or I mean, you just do a running play, or what are you trying to do, Brian? Well, yeah, you can score. Well, I know because, you can score. Well, sometimes you think, well, you want to. I mean, are they going to try to score? Or are they going to try to just run the clock? They'd rather run the clock than score. Well, Buckhorn's out of timeouts, so if they don't get it in the end zone, the clock's going to run before Payne. Okay, so that wasn't an automatic first down, so now he's – I guess he got some time put back on the clock, so. So it's a minute one. And I think Coach Elmore's probably going to know, want to know why that's not an automatic first down. Third and goal from the three. Fort Payne leading 16-14. Was that third down before? It was. It was. It would have been. No, it was. No, it was. Uh, well, then he should. That's that is a strange call that you would call an unsportsmanlike. It's a dead ball foul. All you get is yardage, and you don't get an automatic first down. All right, so Coach Elmore calls Varnador over to tell him to do something. They're out of timeouts. The ball will be dead on the exchange of downs. But he's giving him a they should give him a 25 second play clock but he's going 40 seconds yeah so they normally the 40 second clock I don't know if there's a difference in the 25 or a 40 40 25 is usually when it stops like this he's telling him to hold up now Dax to watch the clock 20 seconds left Dax is under center hanging out 41 seconds Timeouts. He's just standing there. 37 seconds. So he can get it down to about under 30. All right, he got nine seconds left. He gets it under 30 seconds left. Third and third, third and goal from the three for Fort Payne. Arndor calls a signal. Takes the ball, turns, hands it to Blanks. Blanks pushes, pushes, and he's close. He's going to be down at the one inch yard line with 16 seconds, but that doesn't matter because Buckhorn can't stop the clock. But they do stop the clock. How do they? Who stops the clock? Well, Let's they'll go. reset it. That's going to bring up fourth and an inch. That's it. They'll run the clock out now. Because all they got to do is whistle it in the play. Whistle it in. It'll be fourth and goal from the inch yeah, yard that's line. That's it. No, that's it. They'll whistle it in play and the ball game's over. No, it looks Unless, like Elmore like called a timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. We'll finish this one up when we come back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Back to Wildcat Stadium. Here's your scenario. Fourth and goal from the inch line. 18 seconds still in the game. Fort Payne in the big package. DeBose is way back here. Marnador is going to take a snap, and he's going to push forward, and he's going to get in. They didn't give it to him, did they? He, I, he gave it to him. I don't did know. Did he? No. No, he did. did. One of them did. So, touchdown, Fort Payne. They finally signaled. And Buckhorn is about to lose their mind. <laughs> lose their mind, folks. Their coach is, he's lost it. Well, I, I thought he got in. I did too, but this official was running up and had the, had the look on his face like it was uh, short. And I think that, because he had one hand up as he's running, which means it's dead here. And then he put two hands up for a touchdown, so. All right, the, the, the outdoor drive outdoor extra point is good. Fort Payne goes up 23 to 14 with 12 seconds to go in this one. Hey, and as we know, anything can happen right here. No, Cause, cause no, you gotta, you no. Gotta, it's a two-score game. It's a two-score game, yeah, you're, it's over. Excuse me, anything cannot happen right here. <laughs> right, anything can happen, but they can't win the game. Hey, after seeing the that Thompson game two or two or three yeah, years ago, right. oh yeah, my word. Auburn High, yeah. Yes, against Auburn High School. And one of the craziest finishes in a football game. All right, so Fort Payne will have to kick it off as we get a little chill in the air. Fort Payne fans are starting to hit the hit the rows as they're starting to leave, get ahead of traffic. Let me let me get a time. Oh, look at that, Brian. It is 926. Yeah, no, well, I've still got a late night tonight. I got fifth quarter. Yeah, he's got to go hang out with kids some more. Yeah. Teenagers till midnight. Okay, stay tuned. Uh, we, we'll, we believe we'll have a Coach Elmore interview after the game, which we usually try to do. Don't forget, stay tuned after we're all done. Monk and Sammy score report will be on with your scores of the game, tonight's various games to keep you updated, talk about some playoff stuff. And here's the kickoff from Fort Payne. That is high, but not deep enough as he'll field it at the two. He's running right up the middle. Four pains there. He skips around some players. They can't tackle him. He's still going. He goes around the right side, Brian. He's still going. He's still up. And they finally push him out of bounds at the 37-yard line as the clock expires. All right, so after all that, Fort Payne comes away with the win, 23 to 14. We'll take a two-minute timeout, and we'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat football.
passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. defeat the Buckhorn Bucks 23 to 14 and, and Brian had it had its moments didn't it <laughs> you know I was just thinking that um, I don't think there has been any two games this season that have looked alike in terms of Ooh. how they play themselves out it is either they can't stop us slash we can't stop them or we're scoring a bunch of points defense is doing decent or nothing's working. Uh, or, or nothing's working, or we're just kind of hamstrung on a lot of things, or tonight was just a, a pretty physical battle. We uh, we dominated first quarter, quarter and a half. They came back, take the lead. Feels like they're gaining momentum. Come back third quarter, it's kind of knotted up, back and forth, back and forth. We finally break through with a field goal. Um, they can't get anything going offensively. They lose some guys, some really key guys, in a couple of series there. Um, and then we fight it out to the end and, and finally just kind of eke out a win. So none of the games look exactly alike. But but you have to be, um, as a Fort Payne fan, and certainly um, proud of these kids and, and what they fought through and kind of, you know, it's easy when you have two weeks like they've had the last two weeks where it's not everything's going for you and, to get down and kind of start to let that momentum build against you. Rather, they came back, did what they needed to do tonight, got the big win, and uh, and now we'll host a, a first-round playoff game. So that's a great, a great reward for perseverance. It's been a, it's been a season of ups and downs, 
and um, you just have to be pleased that these kids are, are going to get rewarded with a, with a playoff game here in Wildcat Stadium. Well, look, and that's uh, thanks to Gasson City. Looks like they're finishing off Lee in the third. They lead 41 to nothing over Lee, and that had to happen for us to get that uh, first-round playoff appearance here, our host that first-round playoff game. Mm -hmm. um, as we wait on Coach uh, Elmore to address the team, we had an interview coming up. I'm going to go ahead and thank our sponsors. Without our sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do what we do for you, bring you Fort Payne Athletics football, basketball, and baseball, and all that stuff that involves so let's give a thank to those that help sponsor this program fort Payne urgent care decab wholesale builder supply rick Appliance, cedar bluff oil bruce's foodland my supply westmoreland tire patterson's music and jewelry north alabama trophies shankles body shop alpha insurance agent tyler griggs decab fixes appliance store puro clean annette right with remax property center clark auto sales and first fidelity bank as coach elmore times it just perfectly to have an interview with him So, Coach, we had a spectacular victory over Buckhorn tonight. What were some of the plays that went into you know, this victory over Buckhorn? Well, I think our defense just really stepped up tonight and made some key plays when they had to. Um, gave up a couple there in the, in the first half on some long touchdown passes. But other than that, really played phenomenal all night. Did a good job with number two. Uh, you know, the quarterback going out, that was a fact. We obviously hate that for him. I uh, hate that he got hurt. It's just part of the game, unfortunately. But I uh, uh, thought our defense really stepped up there in the second half and kept getting stops. And it wasn't pretty on offense. <clears throat> we had a, missed, a lot of missed opportunities again. Um, but we made enough plays there to the end when we needed to. We made some key plays uh, on third down there when we had the lead uh, to keep the clock moving. And, of course, punched it in there at the very end to, to kind of ice the game. So, um, you know, very, very proud of our, our kids and our coaches because it was not a pretty win, but it was a big win, and we needed that win. And now we hopefully are in a, in a position to host a playoff game here in a few weeks. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Coach. Thank you. Go Cats.